D&D and nerds go hand in hand. Let's get started, gents. Open a can. Welcome to a brand new season of D&D nerds. We are starting at level seven. Yeah, yeah we, we are. Sailing the trackless sea. Uh, let's hear from our contestant. Oh, wait. Players. <laughs> Players. Uh, Mike, do you want to go first since you're keeping a character? Sure. Go ahead. Uh, I play Grim Cromore, who... Uh, you just you know his brief history is he's you know in line to the uh house cromore and in his most no. recent adventure in line he's he's in line though Fine. and in his in his most recent v- adventures uh he led a team to uh recover um uh the dragon horde of of never ember right never ember yeah like, except or, he doesn't know that is that what right, my new told right. us <laughs> well, he believes he he fought a young red dragon who had a lot of money. No, he do, he doesn't believe he fought a young red dragon. He believes he led a team to defeat an ancient red dragon. Oh, I see. He's going to be very surprised if he ever sees a dragon bigger than the one. <laughs> or at least it's the way he tells the story out in the you know sure down in Dock Ward. He uh, believes that, but yeah. So he's uh, now um, decided to accelerate his his paths in life and uh go out in a seafaring adventures with some uh distant relatives and so he's he's geared himself up for the sea uh, do you want to go into kit and no kinda... but i would I, w- I just want like briefly what's his signature move his signature move for this campaign right now you know without actually doing it is sure. that when people enter his zone with his glaive plus two he gets all kind of reaction attacks but Part of what I love about it is that one of the attacks is that after dealing, you know, 15 damage, you know, maximum, he then hits them with the butt of the of the weapon. And, and so it goes from like, you know, I think it's a 1d10 plus four or plus six to, you know, four. <laughs> like it just, right. you know, it scales off real quick. And a little so, bit of insult to injury then. Yeah. So that's, that's, you know, so his, his signature move is going to be close up and, uh, and then he's got, uh, he's loaded up with javelins. So. Uh, right on. Lots and of, his role on the ship. He is the captain. He's the captain. Right. He is the captain. I'm seeing some the, air it, it, it's see. his ship <laughs> that he bought it and he's paid yes. for the majority of the steerage on board. So, uh, yes. So it's, he, uh, you know, it's Grim is captain and Ingvar is crew, and you know. All right, let's hear about Ingvar, first mate Ingvar. Ingvar. So, so uh, Ingvar actually knows how to captain the ship, um, but he's reminded every every three minutes by Grim that Grim is the captain. So, That's right. uh, Ingvar by Grim's presence plenty enough. <laughs> um, Ingvar is a Northlander. Um, he's from Gund. Gunderland Island? Gunderland yeah, Island, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gunderland Island. Um, he actually has been sailing for some time with his Does uh, he have fraternal a twin brother. Uh, how do you pronounce that? Galron? Galron? Galron, sure. Galron. Jared? Galron. Galron? Galron? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so uh, they were uh, born on a very stormy night. The great sea god Valkyr blessed their birth with a mighty magical storm. And they were imbued with magical powers. Um, they, you know, growing up near the sea and having that connection, they probably spent more time in or under the water than they have on dry land over the course of their lives. Um, and so they spent a lot of time on sea. They don't sit, stay in, in port for very long at a time. And uh, 
yeah, he he feels more of a a serious reverential connection to Valkyr, and so he's uh, one level sorcerer, but six levels cleric uh, of Valkyr, and uh, his his sorcery is sea sorcery, so he's very connected to the sea. Um, What's his signature? Whenever he his signature move is gosh, let me let me pull this up. I got it in a in a Google Doc. Um, you, you really did make a flowchart. I did. Well, not quite a flowchart, but just a, a, a bulleted list. Um, he will uh, lash people towards him using lightning um, and then hit them with his uh, glaive plus one as a reaction, um, doing additional lightning damage um, because of his curse of the sea, and then thunderbolt striking them 10 feet away so that hopefully they into Grimm's the, space. Hopefully, yes. So a lot of yo-yoing and, and use of lightning. Um, he actually, he's got this blue lightning uh, tattoo. It's just kind of lightning bolts, jagged edges on his uh, head and shoulders. And he's got this wicked shiny beard as well. So, okay. Um, yeah. Moving on to his twin brother. Yeah. Galron, so, Galron. I mean, it's. Galron. That's okay. sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's an auto-generated name. Got it. <laughs> Gailron. Uh so yeah, he I mean I, you know obviously mostly the same uh backstory as far as family is concerned cuz you know twin brother and all that. Um uh you know also has a uh you know sailor background uh but went full sorcerer so seven levels in sorcerer. Um you know you know very lightning themed but also a bit of a hothead as it were. So has the um uh, elemental adept uh feet uh feet uh, for fire, so I uh, can ignore resistance to fire damage. And uh, if I ever roll ones on damage for uh, when doing fire stuff, they count as twos, you know, stuff like that. Um, signature move, uh, I would say, is uh, so there, one of his third level spells is Thunder Step, which is effectively, you know, teleport over there up to 90 feet away uh, with a big boom, and everyone who is right behind him, uh, you know, has to do uh, con saves, I believe it is what it is, uh, or, you know, you know, shatter their eardrums, I guess. Uh, so, uh, as well as like taking someone with me. So, that's uh uh yeah that's that's one of his things he also has storm sphere uh which is you know hey giant storm is now over there with you know lightning crackling out of it so a lot of that going on nice um so okay. yeah yeah that's that's pretty well it now the the, the one connection i guess uh, i did want to bring up is uh their parents um ingvar and uh galron's parents uh were slightly connected to the previous campaign uh the mom uh was like in the neighborhood of uh the tr- uh troll skull alley uh, a couple uh, at least a couple times so i mean no trench. one that, are we really client of vincent trench uh yes trying to get him to follow her um unfaithful husband your father yes and so store horn raven is actually tied into um <coughs> the call from the deep campaign that we might play with ah. at some point so okay. he's tied into that. all right that leaves us uh, with uh, John. Tell us about your character. So my character is a furbolg um, who's known as Mouse. Uh, mouse Wandering or Wandering Mouse, sometimes people call him. Um, he's known by many names. Um, and uh, I have a whole backstory that I haven't uh, put up yet on the, on the wiki, but um, I'll get to that. Most of it's about just how he got his names. Um, uh, but eventually what ended up happening was uh, he, he grew up in the, for- in the northern forest, um, 
kind of felt a bit different for certain reasons. Um, he wasn't sure exactly why. He got to know some gnomes, got to know some druids, and the druids sort of helped him um, understand that he has a, uh, a storm giant heraldry. All Furbolg are uh, related to giants, of course, um, but they are very peaceful otherwise. Um, but but uh, Mouse uh, has discovered that he has a bit more connection to a, a storm giant heraldry. Um, coincidentally, the storm giant god is called um, Strongmouse. Yes, he is. Yeah. So that was another thing the druids told him. So that that sort of spinned the name in his, into his, uh, well, into him. And so when he went in, he went out of the forest. He met some some humans who uh, asked his name. He just, he just said his name was Mouse Wandering. What class is he? Wandering Mouse. He is a barbarian. Thank um, you. So he has, <laughs> so his storm giant her- uh, heritage uh, has made him uh, sort of fall in love with fighting. Um, he's, he has discovered that about himself. Um, he doesn't particularly care about killing people or death and all that. That's just another part of what happens when uh, you fight. Um, and he's okay with that as long as it's uh, for a good cause. Um, <clears throat> Tell me about his signature move. Signature move. I was trying to think about that. He, well, since he's a Storm Herald a barbarian, um, he emanates an, an aura of lightning that does a puny D6 damage. But it looks really cool. It looks really cool, yeah. And yeah. it gets half damage if people say, get their saving throw, which is lame, but whatever. Um, it goes he up also, to level 10. Yeah, his other signature is he plays the bagpipes, and his bagpipes have their own... <laughs> they their do own even less damage. <laughs> That's true, but <laughs> but it's there. Yep. Okay, so uh, we've done a little bit of character creation mm-hmm. online on Slack. Um, we also did a little bit of uh, kind of blue booking and um, story background. So there's a little bit of that I wanted to touch on. Um, uh, so mm, the mics helped uh, play a turn of our arbitrage mini game. Um, so um, Mike Lightfoot, do you want to give us the 30 second version of what happened there? Sure. Um, <clears throat> we loaded up with a bunch of supplies Um some lead, some, I think we might have a little brass, but the real yeah, big one was, mm-hmm. Yeah, but the real big one was that we got uh, eight roths, which are like yak-like creatures. Yes, <laughs> they are. Things. And we loaded them up and immediately sold them. Well, <laughs> so the loading up, we, we imagined, happened before they sailed into the port, right? So that they, right, right, they yeah. got them over on Gunderland Island or something. Right? Yeah, but the way that it played was <laughs> you got immediately them. Immediately sold them. Yep. <laughs> immediately sold them. And, All uh, except two. There are stu- still two yaks on board. One load okay. of yaks. Okay. Um, and then, so yes, we have a yak load. And then um, we have, uh, what else? 30 happened? loads of we weapons. Yeah, 30, 30 loads, loads, right? loads of, of yeah that may or may not be you know uh pilfered from the city watch you certainly it's got them at a price. very favorable price yeah right <laughs> do they look very much like watch weapons probably yeah <laughs> or are those parts you know the insignias are scraped off no they didn't bother <laughs> you're from out of town doesn't matter right okay then there was a little bit of backstory in terms of um why the brothers might be there and some things that happen um, in terms of Ingvar being um, there for the shattering. Mike, you want to tell us about that or you have a mouthful there? He's signaling that he never wants to talk about it. <laughs> never. Um, yeah. So the shattering is uh, kind of marks the beginning of spring. They break the ice and the first ships come in. They, they have a, a newly minted ship that goes out for unsmaiden voyage. It's a big hole, hole of blue. It's one of the few anywhere. Valkyrian holidays in. Yeah. Yep. 
Exactly. And so he celebrated all over the place, but he, he really enjoys celebrating at Waterdeep. Um, there's one place in particular, the Sailor's Last Resort, I think I believe it's called. Request. Is that it? Yeah, Sailor's Last Request. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Although they and are he, thinking of opening a related resort somewhere else. <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, that's that's a Temple of Valkyr that's very informal. It doesn't have a front door. Um, it's, uh, you know, people don't bother with being overly reverent. There's lots of talking and laughing and Tell us about and the sailorness. Um, and so, yeah, he was celebrating there with uh, with all his buddies. He decided to let loose. And he started uh, using his, his lightning powers to electrocute these chickens, basically insta-cook them. And it kind of resulted in this uh, this craze of exploding chickens. Um, people really got into it. There were some some knockoffs that started doing it around town. Um, but uh, yeah, people really seemed to dig Ingvar's exploding chickens. Um, um, was so, there anyone you were hoping to impress that wasn't there? Yes, I was really hoping to impress. Um, is it Janora or Yanora? Janora. Janora Stormswake. Uh, she's a priestess of Valkyr, um, and so I was really hoping to see her at the temple, but apparently I asked around, and um, it was Olroy, who kind of the, the uh, self-proclaimed guard of, of the temple, uh, he told me that she apparently had just left. Um, she was in Wardy before the harbor closed for the winter, or actually it was around the time that Grimm suddenly became very wealthy, but uh, she left in a ship bound northward. Someone said she was going to live in a small community somewhere in the Red Rocks Islands, just northeast along the coast from Waterdeep. Um, so Northwest, actually, that means, sorry. yeah, it's my fault. So, oh, sorry. so um, now Ingvar really wants to make a pit stop at uh, Thorn, Thornhold, mm-hmm. um, also known as Stone Shaft Hold to the to the dwarves there, right? but you know, people who haven't docked there often, haven't gotten to know the dwarves, don't necessarily know that. Right. Uh, Ingvar has stopped there several times. He's got an amical relationship, and so he decided to dig up some dirt on the Margasters because those dwarves hate the Margasters. They're always scheming, talking about one day taking over Thornold again. Uh, and I got some some decent gossip about. Um, uh, I got it from a real star Margaster. About no, no? it's about okay. a star. Well, I guess it that's is right. Kind of anyway, let, let's get to that when uh, we get yeah. to Thornhold. Let's, let's yeah, anyway, yeah, I got some juicy goss. I gotta spill this tea. All right, so there we are. Uh, we're ready to disembark uh, in Waterdeep. Um, it's a cloudy day, it actually looks like it might storm later. Um, but none of you, I think, is too worried about that. Um, as you uh set sail out of Waterdeep, um with a, a hold full of weapons and a couple of yaks. Um, Captain, uh, Captain Cromor, um, are you setting sail for, uh, for Thornhold or for other, part, other parts unknown? I think Thornhold is <clears throat> as good a place as any. I mean, uh, okay. do, uh, do we know anything about it other than what kind of he just laid out? Uh, yeah, it's changed hands a couple times, but it's currently held by dwarves, um, the dwarves of Clan Stoneshaft, um, and they have some representatives in Waterdeep. Um, it's it's maybe a week or so travel, um, maybe a little bit more along the road, um, and it's kind of just south of the Mirror of Dead Men. Uh, yeah. But um, by sail, it'll probably take three, three and a half days to get there. Yep. All right. Uh, let's set sail. Okay, so uh, on your first day out of Waterdeep, um, I'm moving you here on the map, um, one hex out. Um, 
the the storm the promised storm does hit this is kind of think um kind of mid-march in boston so it's pretty cold it's it's kind of like a nor'easter there's a gale um and uh, a lot of um kind of mixed precipitation uh heavy wind with some snow some cold rain um, kind of coming through in sheets and even a little bit of thunder um which makes ingvar very happy although it's miserable weather for um, anyone who doesn't love that. Um, maybe Grimm's not as happy about it. Um, you're on a long ship, so there isn't really that many places to go. There is a below decks, but it's mostly full of cargo. Um, and uh, there's a little kind of tent uh, up top, but it's not much protection um, to sleep in. And um, it's a little bit miserable. Um, and uh, as the storm is just maybe past peak, um, you see... Uh, a couple of winged shapes uh, kind of uh, swooping out of the out of the sky towards you. Um, and uh, you see that they look like they have wings and they have claws, but they have lady bodies. So we're, we're talking uh, harpies here. So it's probably uh, fine. It's probably fine. But roll initiative anyway, just in case it's not fine. Oh. Let's take that out of roll 20. Looks like I go to nine. At 20 on initiative. Well, I guess you'll be leading us out. That's because I'm lookout. Yeah. You're like, hey! Yeah, Galron was like straight up Lieutenant Dan in Forrest Gump, just, <laughs> yeah, just up on the mast, <laughs> giving the storm the Slightly more legs. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I'm just turning pages here. Uh, okay. Um, well, I guess you'll go first, Galron. Um, they're, they're probably 120 feet out. Uh, or Perfect. I don't know how far do you how far do you want them out? A hundred feet <laughs> in a line. All right, they're a hundred feet out. <laughs> they're not at all in a line. They're approaching from various directions. Um, in fact, why don't I put us on a, a a battle map here? Perfect. It seems we can't do much without one. Well, uh, I forget to move players when I move me. Roll twenty is not being helpful. Okay. Yeah, I think I'll see a long ship. So. Oh, oh, I do. I'm going to move my herpes all over the place. Zoom out for this map. Yeah, there's not really quite enough uh, space around the ship as I would like. But, but they're, you, you said, roughly 100 feet out, 100, 120. Well, whatever. let's start. Let's say they got some, some good cover because of the storm, and they're actually we're in the squares I put them. Let's just put them all over the place here. This other ship isn't here, but let's, no, that's, yeah, they're mostly approaching decks. from the east, but there's a couple. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, your turn. Uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'll, um, I think I'll just, uh, start off with, uh, Firebolt, uh, and you know, that's 120 foot range. So it, it looks like there's plenty of them, right? I'll just pick one and Firebolt. There are, right. yeah, there's maybe nine in total. And... Um, which one do you want to indicate to me which one? Oh, uh, the one at the Northwest, the top left one there. Great. Okay. Uh, it, it rolled it twice, but I only tried to do it once. So that's a 10 to hit for what that's worth. No. If it works out, then it would have been so good. Um, but uh, it did not, so the end of my turn. Uh, otherwise, I am uh, thematically, I'm going to be up, on, like I said, I'm on lookout. Why not? Uh, so I'll be at the top of the mast there. And I am uh, also, uh, as this is going to be kind of a constant thing if it's ever stormy or whatever, uh, a radius of 20 feet around me, um, I can control the rain. Uh, and all that, so it's like not raining within 20 feet of me. Are you, in fact, a storm sorcerer who doesn't like to get wet? Oh, yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> like, I know I can <laughs> if I have to, but uh, okay. But, but right. mostly uh, if it like impacts like 
battle or whatever, like, you know, heavy rain obscuring vision for, you know, whatever. Like, that doesn't happen yeah. around me. Okay. So, um, Graham, I think that makes it your turn. Mike? Yeah. Um, I was muted. Sorry. Um, uh, let's see. This I one. Are you standing near the prow there? Okay. I don't see any characters um, on the map. Oh, there we go. Um, so, I will chuck a javelin, I guess, at okay. this one up here in the northwest corner. Uh, I'm gonna. I just realized that I didn't make everyone's things um, controllable by you, so I'm taking a second to do that because, um, sorry, roll twenty issues. All right. Uh, did you hit? Roll to hit. Nope. Uh, there you go. Fourteen will hit. So that's the same one that um, was missed by the firebolt. It's hit by a javelin. Looks like. Go ahead and roll damage. Wait, sorry. Ooh, uh, looks like a one damage. No, sorry, a five damage total. Five right. damage, yeah. And then I, with my second attack, um, hits. That was a much better hit. Yeah. And more damage, okay. And that's it. All right, she's now got two javelins sticking out of her. Correct. Uh, while I fill in my spreadsheet for damage there. All right. Uh, okay. I believe that makes it Mouse's turn. Take it away, John. Okay, so did you see my message that I sent earlier? I did. Just... Yeah, okay. you're fighting harpies. Okay, harpies. All right. Um, this is my first battle at sea, so I'm pretty excited about this, although I'm still not sure about this water business. So I'm going to go up over here, and I'm going to uh, throw a javelin at this guy right here. Lady. Lady. It's not, it's not a guy. Yeah. Um, so we didn't import uh, the D&D characters to the, the D&D Beyond characters sheets into the thing, so we can't. Do, okay, it's fine. Um, it's I believe it's available javelin. for that. Okay. You just need to do it. Okay. And I don't know how to do it, so you have to do it. Okay. I'll think about that. Uh, oh, dang it, dang it, dang it. Sorry. If you get the uh, Beyond 20 Chrome plugin extension thing, you can roll stuff and hit it over on 20. Okay. Yeah, that's what I do. That looks like a hit to me. Yeah, All with right. a javelin. Go ahead and roll damage. Okay. Oh, that's actually not very good. Okay. D6 plus 3. Ding, ding. Oops. Seven damage. All right. She's, uh, <clears throat> she's got uh, a... Uh, Javelin sticking out of her thigh. She oh, my, my, my javelin. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I think that makes it my turn? No. Or is it Ingvar? Uh, uh, my, mine was a 12. Yeah, you go. Go ahead, Ingvar. Oh, no. okay. Mouse is going to jump in and get his javelin back. Cause... It's She's not in the water. She's okay, above the water. water. Oh. She's flying. She... Oh, flying. Got it. Harpy. Yeah. I have a bucket sense. of them. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going gonna... to move uh, a little closer. So she will be within range of my lightning lure. Mm -hmm. um, so that is a... If you wanted to do your trick with Grim, you'd run all the way to the end of, other end of the boat. But I had you yeah. stand, him standing on the prow like in Titanic. So, <laughs> And you didn't have me right behind him? Like no, I had, you, I had you at the rudder <laughs> pretending not to be the captain. That's true. Yes, I was pretending not to be the captain. All right, um, what do you do? Okay, so... Li lightning lure to me? Yes, that what's, is a DC 14 strength save or take um, seven lightning damage and be pulled close to me. Uh, she rolled a 13, so that um, is a fail, yeah. right? Correct. So she needs so to she come. So she is pulled to you. Yeah, up to 10 feet in a straight line. Uh huh, that happened. Um, so now I'm going to. Now she's within five feet off. of you and does some, and you do some damage, right? Yes, as a reaction, I will. Mm -hmm. And you cursed her here. in the middle of that? Um, yes. That's a... Uh, yeah. Sorry. 
Um, so Glaive, that's a nine to hit. That probably didn't wait, hit. Wait, uh, let's resolve. Wait, don't don't we have to resolve the lightning damage first? Well, it's fine, but you missed with the Glaive. Oh, yes. Sorry. Yeah, so it's, it's three additional lightning. Yeah, yeah. I, I have my bullet points in the wrong order. Let me move that so I don't forget next time. Okay, and then my Thunderbolt Strike. No, you haven't even done lightning damage yet. Um, my oh, is, is, is the is the lightning lord is that seven the damage? Yes. Sorry, I, mis- I misunderstood that. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, it's seven yep. plus three, so total ten lightning damage. Got it. And then what was now your thunderbolt second? striking her, throwing yes. her away. Thunderbolt strike. Um, that just moves her, right? Or does it do more damage? Um, no, it just. Um, I think it just moves her up. It's confusing. Or, it says when I deal lightning damage, I which can is, push it up to ten feet away from me. Yeah, which you did with the with the lure with the lure, right? Yeah, but we're so yeah, we're, let, we're letting it happen where you're, I guess, doing your reaction in the middle of the lure. Yeah, yeah, before you deal the lightning damage. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. and so that's, then she gets pushed ten feet away from you, right? Back where she was. Yeah, yeah. Unless there's any way that I can choose which direction I push her, because I'd want to push her towards the middle Just, of the ship. If it I has can. to be away from you, but the direction she is currently from you. Okay. Has, uh, has to be that way, right? Okay, makes sense. Yeah, and that's me. Okay, uh, that means it, my turn, right? So, um, they start to sing a song, a luring, uh, a luring song. Um, I think no. I'm just gonna have the matriarch singing, and the rest of them are free to attack. So she's out here. She's singing. All of you are within 300 feet. So all of you must make a DC 14 Wisdom save. Hmm. That looks like uh, Galrun failed, Mouse succeeded, uh, Ingvar succeeded, and Grim uh, nat 20 He is not listening to this. He, in fact, he saw them coming and he threw earwax in his ear, or he threw wax in his ears immediately um, as a battle tactic. So he can't hear what any of you were saying, but he also can't hear this song and he nat 20 um, He deafened himself and didn't tell us like a good captain. That's right. Uh, so those of you who failed, which is... Um, Galrin and just you, Galrin. Mouse. Wait. What? Um, did Mouse fail? Uh, no, I got 20. Oh, never mind. Yeah. yeah it's just, just you, Galrin. Um, uh, <coughs> you're you're charmed by her for now. Oh, oh, um, am I? Yes. Okay. I'm so glad to hear you say that. But go on. Uh, and you are then incapacitated. Uh, and if you are more than five feet away from the matriarch, you must move on your turn toward the matriarch by the mess most direct route, which means in this case, you would jump overboard. Uh, so I, one of the, the items that I have is the staff of charming. Okay. And I can use one of its charges to, you know, charm others. But if I'm holding the staff, which I'm like generally always doing, which you are uh, doing. it's my like, you know, casting, you know, yeah. instrument uh, and fail a saving throw against an enchantment spell that targets only you. Now, this is with... not a spell. It's an effect. Okay. All right. Never mind. Sorry. But what what I do want to no, hear no. the end of that sentence. <laughs> I, I I would like for this to occur when it happens. <laughs> yeah, well, because nothing happened. <laughs> note to self: look up staff of charming and find out for myself. But okay, uh, sorry that that's not a spell; it's in fact. Okay. Uh, so on your turn, plan on uh, jumping over. I guess, yeah, I guess you're ten feet up or you're twenty feet up at the moment. So I mean, how how tall is the uh, the mast? I mean, I would imagine like thirty or forty feet. But uh, no, this long ship. Uh, yeah. My understanding is a long ship mast in D and D is 20, twenty feet tall. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. All right, I'm twenty feet. Up. I'm like eighteen feet up. Sure, or whatever. Right? Yeah. Sure, sure. 
Okay. Um, okay, so that was her turn. Then there are various harpies trying to do you bad things. This harpy swoops in uh, to Grim. Yes, you may have your reaction, Grim. While you resolve that, I will also be attacking you. Once with my claws and once with my club. Okay, so looks like you hit me with a 20. I'm going to take a hit from you. I hit a 20 and a 19. Did those hit you, Grim? You're mute, The 20 does. The 20 does. Okay. So that would have been her claws. You take six slashing damage, or three in your case. Uh, so that was her. Uh, I think this one is going to fly over here. She did not like the lightning, so she's going to move over to here. And she took nine for my reaction. Okay. And how many damage did you say slash? I'm sorry. Six, but that means three to you. Three, right? yeah. Because of your heavy armor specialization. Um, so I believe, so she doesn't realize this, um, Mike, Carrie, but she's put herself here to attack uh, Mouse, but she doesn't realize that's still within reach of your glaive, right? Um, oh, how foolish. Yeah, so she's not experienced against that kind of thing. So this one is going to fly. Let's, let me just make sure that she's doing the right. Where's the ruler? Come on, ruler. Where's the measuring stick? Uh, okay, well, never mind. She's just going to fly. One, oh, there it is. Uh, I was going to say, it's the thing that doesn't look like a measuring stick. Yeah. Okay, so. Why is that? Nah, I don't want to move her. Okay, so she's going to move to here and also attack Grim. This one's going to fly to maybe here. This one's going to go to about here. This one's going to double move to here. Okay, so uh, I think of people I can attack with, I have one more by Grim. That's a, um, that's a miss with a club and a miss with claws. Then versus Ingvar, I have an 11 and a 16. Does the 16 hit you, Ingvar? No. Okay, so uh, that looks like everything I can do this round. Oh, no, wait, the one versus Mouse. Uh, that's a 20 and a 7. I'm assuming the 20 hits you, Mouse? Yeah. Take six slashing damage from my claws as I uh, screech at you. And, and all right, I'm not raging, so I guess claws. I get six. Okay. Uh, they should all be singing and luring you in various ways, but they're not. Um it's just the matrix. Okay. Uh, that means it's back to the top of the round, I think. Uh, so uh, that makes it your turn, Galrin. And you have no greater desire than to get to the harpy matriarch who is hovering out uh, in the sea. Could you uh, ping uh, which one that is? I mean, as sure. I. Um, she is over here. Oh, uh, that token up there. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean. Uh, so you jump down, that's free. Yes. Right? So, I mean, if I. Can, like jump overboard into the water that doesn't uh -huh. hurt as i like you know swan dive in right no. yeah is, sorry what hmm? no that doesn't hurt however yeah, okay uh, uh as you do that you'll leave the threat range uh you'll enter and then leave the threat range of that other harpy and i think i'm gonna get an opportunity <laughs> attack on you sure now uh, so uh, can you let me know when i can or cannot um make extra saves versus not being charmed anymore is it no, no hope, or yes. is it you can when I get it hit? At the, end, at the end of each of your turns, or whenever you take damage from a source other than her. Okay. So this, did this one who just hit you for 14, did she hit you? Or, uh, uh, yeah, just... yeah 14, 14 is a hit. Okay, um, so you take six slashing damage from her. She was not really on, so she... she may have ended your effect, yeah. Okay, so I can, I can <laughs> so make the save mid -air again. You may, like, uh... Yes, midair, you may make another save. Okay. As you leave her threat range into the water. Okay, so another wisdom save coming up right here. C14, yeah. 
And that is going to be a, whatever that is. Come on, 12. Yeah, not so much. Okay, so you are still enchanted by the Harpy Matriarch, and you are now in the water. Sounds like that's what's going on then. You have your gloves on, I presume? Oh yeah, always. You have a swim speed. You I have, have a swim something. speed. That's right, 30 feet. Okay. okay. Uh, and uh, then you have more movement, right? Than that? Yeah, okay. Uh, okay, uh, I think that's your whole turn, right? Unfortunately. Oh, but you may have you may make another save at the end of your turn. Okay. Uh, so Jared, all right. Sorry. Yeah, not, I uh, yeah. had some. Okay. All right. So I'm making another save. <clears throat> yep. And then over to you, Grim. There are two harpies next to you. Oh, sorry. My everything is going wonky. It's okay. Um, okay. So um, first one. You're hitting the one who's already been hit. Which one has already been hit? The one that's uh, the one to your left. Okay. <clears throat> um. Yes, I'm going to hit the one who has already been hit. Okay, roll it. Uh, I think that's a plus nine. That hits. That does, oh, that's 10 damage. Okay. Okay. And then, all right, go ahead, second attack. It does not hit. She's looking pretty ragged. It was a 10, that was a 10 to hit. I rolled a one. Uh, that, oh, that's a yeah. nat one? Yeah. So that will provoke opportunity attacks for their reactions for this round, which they will both take. Right. One of them also got a one, but whatever. I'm not going to stack that. Um, the other one I rolled a 17, so neither of those hit you, I believe, right? Um, and then uh, do you want to do your butt end attack? Yeah, that is. Theoretically, if you do this right, you'll kill that last or that first harpy. That looks like a hit, 21. For seven damage, that is enough to knock her into the water, apparently dead. Like apparently. I mean, you know, yeah. in the water, equals flo flo floating face down, you know, so good indicator. She's got two of your javelins in her, though. You might need to, you know, take care of that later. I thought we said I had a bucket of them that I could store in the... Oh, you do. But, you know, you, you still hate to lose them. Yeah. You also have 30 crates you of weapons. You also have 30 crates of weapons, so... <laughs> there are 30 crates of javelins. You'll just use them all up. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Anything else for your turn? Um, I don't think so, no. Okay. Uh, I believe that takes us over to um, uh, Mouse, right? Yeah. So, this one behind me, I'm going to go... I'm going to hit her... With my, are you now? With my mall. Or are you merely going to attempt it? No, you're going to hit her. I'm going to hit her. Uh, Oops. So that's a 10. Okay. She's still up? Yeah. Oh. Well, I'm going to hit her again. That also hits. And I will hit her again. That is just enough, like, it, on the button to kill her. All right. Did she fall off? Yes. So I grabbed my javelin out of her. Uh, to do that, you'll that will require your bonus action. Um, sure, it's, it's certainly not free, right? Yeah, yeah, I get. You it. should have more than one javelin. I know, but I, it's just cool. I just want to do it. Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you do grab your javelin back. Okay. You have it. All right, and I turn around and face these other two. Facing doesn't matter. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. Okay. This is, this is just what. We're, yeah. Thematically, yes. Yeah. Uh, Ingvar, what do you do? All right, I will be back. I'm going to, since I'm now adjacent to one, I'm going to uh, just straight up glaive. Well, you're adjacent to one, yeah, and there's another one near you. Yeah, so I'm going to glaive. It's an 18 to hit for 14 slashing. That should, uh, she's never been hit, but yes. And then I will, uh, as a bonus action, do my opportunity attack with the butt end there. It's a 15 to hit for... Didn't say the damage. What's a um, D4 plus something, right? D4 plus your strength, I think. You know, real uh, D and D Beyond works great, and except for when it until doesn't. it doesn't. 
<laughs> um, you may have to roll the old-fashioned way. Okay, you, you said it was I mean, D4, D4 plus strength? I think, yeah. Okay, I'll have to look it up in the meantime. I'll D4 plus three. It's rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Keep those dice rolling. How long does it take to roll dice roll 20? Rolling, 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 ride. I don't know. I think I'm going to get through the whole verse here. There you go. Six points of damage. Good job. Um, yeah. And and I will actually keep my reaction to react, which will be weird. Okay. Uh, all right. My turn. That harpy next to you, Ingvar. Let's start with her. Uh, she is... Uh, she hit you with a, well, she got a 17. Does that hit you? Mike, Ingvar, does a 17 hit you? Sorry, I didn't realize you were talking to me. No. Uh, oh, and then she nat 20. Um, so, that'll hit. Um, yeah, that'll hit. Um, so you can take, uh, let's see, on a crit, that would be, uh, sorry. You, you can take seven damage. Um, okay. So I'm going to use my Wrath of the Storm. To react? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um mm-hmm. So they need to make a X saving throw, DC 15. Yep. Not 20 again. Uh, so they will take half of this lightning damage. Okay. Which is so five. Nine. Yeah, so five. Yep. And I took seven, you said? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I was doing that another way for her. Hang on. Uh, this other one moves into your space, but you have no uh, reaction now, right? So yeah, um, that's correct. She'll attack, actually she'll fly over and attack Mouse. He looks precariously on the edge there, so she's gonna. Although John's away from the table, I'm assuming the 23 hits him, and we'll just notify him when he's back that he got hit for seven points of damage. Okay. Uh, then up here, these two versus Grim. Oh, that one's just gonna stay where she is, and this other one's gonna fly in, and they are both going to attack Grim. Oops, <laughs> I just up arrowed there, which is why. All right, did any of those hit you, Grim? Nine, 16, eight, or eight? They did not, probably, right? Okay, uh, then... I hit the my reaction, right? Uh, it, if you didn't have a reaction that round. If you this haven't round. used it, then yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep, you can attack the new one coming in, yep. I'm sorry, I am struggling getting used to using the... Uh, yeah, it, it it's not not quite the same as rolling dice at a table, is it? Yeah. No. Uh, seventeen to hit. That'll hit. Ten damage. Nice. I tried Jared's trick and it worked. Good job, Jared. I uh, have a trick. You have you yes. You have a Super trick tech support. that they built into roll twenty. Um, the harpy matriarch flew within thirty feet of you, and then she does what's called visage of desire versus Grim. So Grim, she projects a vision into your mind. Uh, showing you achieving whatever you most desire, which for Grimm, that could take a while, right? I mean, that could be an extended vision. Um, Six seconds. <laughs> right. But you must succeed on a DC 14 wisdom saving throw or drop whatever you're holding and become paralyzed until the end of uh, it's until the end of your next turn. Uh, looks like you got an 11 there. So you drop your glaive, it clatters to the, to the deck, and you are considered paralyzed until the end of your next turn. My God, it's full of stars. Yeah, because you are having this vision of all the things that you desire to come to pass. I think on his next turn he has to describe what he's seeing. But yeah, I think but like on a stop That's on a stopwatch <laughs> in six seconds. <laughs> uh, okay, so she does that. Um, 
then uh let's see my all my other things are resolved i think uh so yeah top top of the turn galran um so i'm in the water she you are is in the water. presumably flying above hovering the over the water right you so you will try to swim to underneath her that's she's right hov- she's hovering uh like 20 feet up yeah so she's 20 feet up there i am just you know you know trying to do my thing uh and that's my turn and then the end of so. my turn right? the end of your turn you can you can yeah. try to save again yeah, so let's let's do that. Okie dokie, let's let's do this here. And ooh, statistically, <laughs> you really should have made that save by now, but instead, you not one. Not so um, much at all. You're really, really into this song that she's singing. It turns out yeah. that um, yeah, you, so you really like harpy songs. He, he, he's trying to do backup vocals while he sings. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds as horrible as it sounds. I love your way. Uh, <laughs> he's the oats to her hall. Oof. Uh, I think that makes it uh, Grim, your turn Tell us about what your vision entails I am the sun I stand and light And my fire gives life And defeats my enemies Wow (laughs) Welcome back, John (laughs) Um, John, you took seven points of damage While you were gone just because you left the table doesn't mean it didn't happen. Um, I think that actually makes it Mouse's turn. John, go ahead. You're also muted, John. All right, sorry about that. Um, thanks. Um, so, are these two two uh, harpies in the air still? Or are they have they landed on the? On the uh, I mean, they're reachable. They're they're attacking you with claws, so you know they're they're next to you. All right. So now it sounds like a good time to rage. So he goes into a rage. Er, you guys are making me angry. All right. Er. Ingvar has never seen him rage before, so he's like, "What?" He starts to glow. Yeah, he starts to glow. Yeah, I love John describing his rage, guys, in a happy way. (laughs) In a happy. (laughs) And so this is this is the first time this has happened. He um, lightning arcs off of him. Yeah, right. Um, because he's seen his his friends get hit, and uh, something's going on weird with uh, the shiny one. So he's gonna he uh this this one right here. I'm gonna do the one d six. So you're what's my, what's my deck save? Thirteen. Wait. Uh, me. That is a. Never mind. I nat twenty for the third time in a row. All right. With that. Well, never mind. It was a thirteen decks, but whatever. Okay. Um. She disregards it and takes yeah. half of one d six. Half of one d six. I will take that point of damage and like right. it. And then I'm going to just bash bash her in the head with my maul. So let's do that. Oh man. Uh, no, what you're going to do is take uh, an opportunity attack from her. All right. I don't I don't care about that, but okay, go ahead. Go you might. It. No, I missed you. Okay. You, you don't get advantage or something when you are raging? Not that so I know. what? To attack. No? no. I do get a second okay. attack. That's just a regular thing. So here's my second attack. Is that a hit? 15? Is that a hit? Oh, 15 no? hits, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Then she's going to take 11 damage to the head. Much right. better. Okay. Uh, anything else on your turn? Uh, no, I used my bonus action already, so I am good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I believe that makes it Ingvar's turn. So Ingvar is going to hold his glaive in one hand, and with the other, he's going to shocking grasp the, the one to his right. So that is um, 1d8 lightning damage. And it can't take reactions until the start of its next turn. Um, actually, no, it's not. Oh, yeah. Because I guess at first level. So, yeah, 1d8. Um, so, that's, I don't know what those numbers are at the top. Oh, it's a melee attack to hit. Mm. So, so you missed. Uh, I missed. 
Yeah, that's um, the back. Yep, you missed. Awesome. Yep. Sorry. So I was going to do something cool, but then I didn't. And so. No, you decided not to. <laughs> no, you decided oh, not tell to. Tell me about At it. At the last moment. I know how that goes. <laughs> yeah, that's happening your whole battle this time. Sorry, Jared. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> uh, you may come away with this for, with a newfound hatred for um, harpies. Oops, I just muted, didn't I? Newfound. Mm. You may come around with this for with that. <laughs> I think I think we've got a, the start of a of a of a great new theme. Yeah, harpies are the new kenku. They what? really are. That's exactly what I was you, say. you and bird people. They just you just don't get along. <laughs> All bird people. Uh, uh, okay, uh, I think that makes it my turn. So uh, versus mouse, I'm taking two attacks here. A 12 and a 20. The 20 presumably will hit. You can take three bludgeoning damage from my club, John. Um, and then versus Ingvar, also so, two attacks. Um, my sensible feet, I believe I'm able to take an opportunity attack because she attacked Mouse. Uh, if you haven't used your reaction, then that's true. You may. <coughs> okay. Um, so that's... Or you can take it against the one that just rolled a nat one against you. You have to choose. Um, I'm going to... Um... I, I I saw the the one miss against uh, or hit against uh, mouse first, so that's what I'm going to do. So that's a glaive attack. It's an 18 to hit for yeah. six slashing damage. Okay, all right. Um, and I didn't hit you at all. Meanwhile, up with Grim uh, being paralyzed, that I'm assuming that means I get a uh, advantage on attacks against you. Someone check paralyzed real quick, but I'm pretty sure that's true. Yeah, that's pretty much exactly it okay so then this is the first attack neither one of those hits two more nope uh, looks like wait, wait, how many am I at? one two three. yeah this is the end of my third attack one of them hits and so out of basically eight chances one hits it's an automatic crit if they hit while i'm paralyzed is that true it says um yeah they have advantage and it's an automatic it, crit if you're doing me within five feet hmm. good to know so that means that I, uh, on that one, I would have done 14 points of damage to you. 14 slashing? or 14 slashing, yeah. Okay, so 11. Yep. How long uh, am I paralyzed? Am I still, um, yeah, I thought you said. Till the end of your next turn. So I guess not, well, that's happened now, right? Because you had a turn. No, my turn comes after, I skipped the turn, the one turn. And yeah, then that's it, the only one you had to. Okay. So now, so so actually, you wouldn't be paralyzed. Nah, whatever, they hit you. You took fourteen. You're no longer paralyzed. Now. Okay. Okay. So now it's Jared's turn. Now it's top of the round. Jared's okay. turn. Well, actually, the harpy matriarch can take an action. She is going to. Um, she's going to shoot Grim with a short bow, just to add insult to injury. She's going to ignore the person who keeps swimming towards her. Correct. She crits you with her short bow um, and does uh, eight damage to you, um, Grim. Okay. All right. She, yeah, her generally that tactic, Jared, of getting people, getting sailors to jump off the boat is, uh, especially armored dudes, is mm. enough to send them to the bottom of the ocean, right? Right. Um, so that's usually just the end of that tactic is get as many of them off the boat as possible. Um, Doesn't want to actually engage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but to make your life more difficult, she is going to fly over here just because she can. <laughs> I don't know where that is, but okay, perfect. She's like, OMG, why are you obsessed with me? 
<laughs> well, she's still singing her song, right? Uh, this um, is our song. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's playing our song. Um, you just drowned already. <laughs> uh, your turn, Garen. Oh man, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. <laughs> here we here we go. And uh, for what it's worth, even though it probably won't still do anything. Love you. Even though it probably won't do anything uh, whatsoever, um, uh, I, have, I have the cantrip of shape water. Um, and You're making uh, a big heart. It, it's it's well, I'm trying to like like cause waves to like get me like higher. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, you. I believe you it, can do that. You're, you're now five feet higher. Yes, yes, in the shape of a heart, though. So. <laughs> It's for us. And like in a seashell. That's yeah. right. Uh, and that's before the wisdom save. Well, I'm going to have her make a crew save uh, to see if, you know, maybe. <laughs> Yay! What am I doing? By, touched by your love. <laughs> no, she's not. Okay. You made it? You well, survived? She, well, she failed. Like, anyway. Um, no. So. If, she'd, if she'd rolled in that one, then she would have fallen in love with you. Yeah. Uh, and maybe no. you would have killed her. Uh, right. And then tragic <laughs> love story. Okay, but I am no longer charmed. Now you're no I, longer charmed. Am That's I? True. Am I uh, still capable of being charmed by that effect? Or no, anything you're to that extent? For the next twenty-four hours. Okay. 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 Cool. That's that's my turn. Okay. Uh, Do I have to use? Can I? Can I use a bonus action to pick up the? Um, to pick up the glaive, or how does that? Or do I have to? Yeah. Yeah. We'll take up your bonus with that, so okay. you won't you won't get the butt attack this round. Um. Oh, I forgot. Um, how for uh, do you do a modifier for the concentration save, or is it just like if you're doing a concentrate because for a concentration, it depends on whether or not you have proficiency. In, oh, in you had a shield of faith on this whole time, yeah. You never mentioned it, but I, I said I cast it as a bonus action when they first came up. I don't remember hearing that, but I believe you drop it, okay, rather than go back and figure out how many times you got out. hit and all that, yeah. Right. Yep. yeah um, I, I think the paralyzation would have caused you to drop it, okay, that's cool. Um, so I have to use a bonus action to pick up the glaive. Correct. Okay. So then, okay. Uh, so you may have to be slightly more vulnerable this round. Uh, so that's to hit the one on... The one who's already hit? Yeah. Okay. And then I'm just going to roll to see how this... Well, how badly damaged is that one? Mm, partly. She's not... Okay. Yeah. Uh, for eight damage. Okay. 14 hit. 14 hits. 12 damage. Ouch. Now mm. she's starting to look pretty ragged. She's losing feathers off her wings at this point. And then butt. Oh, I'm molting! I'm molting! Oh, I forgot to roll it. Aladdin yeah. fans, I see Mike here laughing. We're not getting the benefit of the giggle, Mike. You know, on mute when you giggle. Look at this. I'm molting! <laughs> All right, so that was an 18 to hit yeah, yeah. for six damage. You got it. Wait, uh, how did you get three attacks there? I get attack, extra attack, and through polearm, I get the butt attack. That's a bonus action. The Which butt is also a bonus. That's right. Okay, that's right. Yeah, so no, that last one didn't happen. Okay. Yeah, no, no butt this round. Sorry. Oh, my God. Becky, look at her. Uh, okay, so that t- makes it Mouse's turn. Tell us about it, John. Tell us about it. Okay, uh, so I'm attacking this uh, the same person here, this harpy. So, hey, um, take this. Oh, 14, does that miss? Is that your combat voice? Your, your, is that your rage voice? <laughs> yep. Hey, you! Take this! You hey, wise I guy! It. I hate it when you do that. All 14 right. will hit. Oh, well, okay, yeah. cool. 2d6. 10 more damage. All right. Still up? Okay. Yeah. Uh, another attack. Oh, 12. That misses, probably. Nope, it hits. Oh, okay. 
And then two D six four. Another ten. It's a pretty weak <laughs> attack to miss. So ten will kill it. Okay. And then I'm gonna do my bonus action and get this one with my D six, my little rage. Wait, little... How, you you are not you don't threaten that one. Uh it's just a bonus action when I'm raging. It's I have, they have to be within oh, 10, ten feet of me. The lightning, got it. Sorry, yeah, the lightning. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Oh uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Lightning. Oh, oh you have to, you have your DC's thirteen. Say to, to see if I take one or one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just take I don't know, whatever. <laughs> take one. I'm gonna just take one. <laughs> you get that. <laughs> All right, Ingvar. All right, let's try this again. I'm going to try a shop, shocking grasp. I love how um, Jared's going to be like, okay, guys, I'm ready. Where did they all go? They're all dead. Okay, so that's a 23 to hit. So 23 that'll hits. be nine lightning plus my three from Curse of the Sea. So that's that, uh, not, that kills her. And just for good measure, I'm blasting her 10 feet away with my thunderbolt strike. So she's going to die out at sea. I don't need that mess in my face. Uh-huh. <laughs> Okay. All right. Um, and uh, once that's done, I'm going to move sure. to here, I think, is how far I can get. All right. Oh, actually, there's one right there. I'm going to move to like, oh, that one's dead already. Never mind. Yeah, there. I'm good. Okay. My turn, right? If you want one. I think I do. I think I'm going to probably break off here. Um, so <laughs> one flies this way. This one flies this way. You can choose one to have a reaction against uh, Grim. You're muted, Grim. I know. The one that was already damaged. Yep. Roll to hit. Oh, that's a nat one. So theoretically, she, sh- you know, should have he said roll to hit. Roll to Actually, hit. They, they would attack first and then then roll and off, bugger right? out. Yeah. So um, I'm going to go ahead and take my attack rolls on you. I've decided that's a hit. That's probably a miss. That's a definite miss. Um, and then for your one, I'm also taking it. All right. So out of all those, your your current AC is 20 or lower, right? It's 18. Yeah. So you can take um, six slashing again from some claws. So three. Yeah. And then we bugger out. Fly, my pretties. And the matriarch also flies now that she notices you're no longer enthralled with her. They break off the attack. Yep. And uh, I guess if you have long range stuff, you can you can try finishing them off at range. But basically, they're not coming back either. So you killed most of them. We, are, we all start singing, Ronnie and Harpy sitting in a tree. Oh, I had two. It looks like I had two more that I never involved. I thought it was a little low. Oh, well. They were the commentators. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think that's it. The, yeah, they're they're out of here. Any last actions from anyone I need to know about with an initiative? Okay. Yeah, thank you, Ronnie. Swim back, case, swim back yeah. over to the ship and climb aboard. Get, get hauled up. Yeah. All sorts of wet and it's, it's miserable. And uh, everyone asks what you did that that combat <laughs> i mean I, I don't even know how i got overboard i, <laughs> I don't remember these things uh, um, okay well uh let's see i want to move players off of the ship back into the world map all right so day two is a uh, normal weather chilly weather uh one of the sails gets a tear in it um so i'm gonna need a i guess that's not really a carpentry roll but, but both I mean, in general, yeah, make a ship car- upkeep. Yeah, make a, uh, a carpenter's tools roll for that. See sure, sure. Well, that. it's because you're blowing the wind into them so strongly all the time. Considering I have no idea what that specifically is, it's a ten plus st- oh, proficiency, presumably. So, uh-huh. uh, plus three, so thirteen plus, plus anything. It's whichever right. strength, yeah. I think. Uh, okay, strength is plus zero. Yeah, so thirteen. Okay, uh, sure. You get it mended by the end of the day. Takes a little extra. Okay, sorry. Are you all with me uh, back on the world map? 
Yuppers. Okay, so a few days later, you make it in. You make it up to Thornhold, uh, which, as you can see, is near the Red Rocks. The Red Rocks are sort of sea stacks, right? Um, for the most part, or small islands. Um, and but there's also kind of dangerous reefs around there, um, and um, there's also uh, not always friendly merfolk who are there. Um, so it's not it's not safe to sail your a ship of your longship's size. Uh, right up to most of the Red Rocks. Um, you'd have to use a smaller boat, like a keel boat or a, a, even a rowboat. Um, so you, you've, you've sailed around them. Um, but on the third day, the day, I guess the morning of the day, you'll make it into Thornhold. Um, a ways out, you see a, a corpse floating uh, face down. Do you want to do anything about that or do you want to sail on by? Yeah, no, we need, we should check it out and see if... Ooh, uh... ooh, ooh. <laughs> I have a thing. You have a you have a idea. I, I uh, <laughs> with gentle repose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. We get the corpse on board, but I definitely use a ritual to uh, gentle repose it, meaning you know, I touch the corpse or other remain or other remains for the duration of uh, however long it lasts. You know, ten days. Days, I think. Yeah. Ten days. It's protected from decay and cannot become undead. You know, I take ten minutes to uh, do the ritual and all that. Well, everyone else is like, "What are you doing?" And, uh, and trying to figure out. So you figure out what you're doing. The best with it, thing is, at I'm the doing. end of that, no one can tell anything has happened. <laughs> <laughs> There's no visible effect. Right? It doesn't reverse any decay that nope. has already occurred. It doesn't. Nor do I, he looks up no, all proud, like, trust or, me, he's going to be less rotten than he would have been tomorrow. <laughs> well, also, I gotta also, touch this body for ten minutes. Just wait. <laughs> just let me touch it. I'd like to be alone with it. <laughs> also, I'm like, I'm consulting oh, this like no. necromancer's, oh, no. his, uh, you know, spell <laughs> this, like, Right, this like pages written in blood on like, you know, Ingvar's got his head in his hands. He just. <laughs> He does this. Just <laughs> this is just what he does. Let him be. It's how he feels good in the world. <laughs> like explaining to the other guys. Okay, doing. Here's what he thinks this does. <laughs> right. He thinks it stops it from decaying corpses. He's never he done it before. Funny thing, guys. Just, he's just, never seen a zombie. Just, <laughs> nothing undead. He just does this. Just let him do it. So that's what uh, I'm doing. You know, uh, how did creepy. you? How did you retrieve the corpse? Is what I want to know. A big hook. Uh, shape water. You're not like right next to it. Yes, shape water will just, work. Yeah, slide shape, it into shape the water. Just, just oh. move it on over to the boat. Then a big hook. Yep. Or a glaive, even. Shape, shape water. It's the molar of the sea. glaive. <laughs> Pretty much. So, not it. Uh, Ingvar uses his glaive to. I think shape water is And then he lightning lures it up into the boat. <laughs> yeah, let's just, let's just fry it real quick before he does gentle repose. All this right. is what I did to the chickens. <laughs> um, but you, nobody has to speak with dead or anything, right? Uh, I, no. mean, I don't know. Why might try. Just, okay. you know, Do we recognize this dead. person at all? No. He looks, uh, he's wearing um, like simple breeches, uh, no shirt, um, and his corpse is waterlogged. And by your estimation, uh, actually make a check of some kind. Med- medicine? To see how Listen, long it's what, been dead. What race is it? Human. <laughs> Six. Make a nature check, and I'll tell you what it is. <laughs> um, Don't you make a nature? In a person. Sure. <laughs> you know. Uh, oh, you I don't. don't you, nature. Tell, you can tell it's nature. That's intelligence. It's a dead guy. Um, so with a six, yes, you can. You can tell he is no longer breathing. 
Uh, and that, I don't think he's going to make it, guys. And uh, you, you also feel like maybe your healing spells won't work on him. He's dead, Jim. I, I use all I of my lay on hands just in case. Just, he twitches, but... but uh, That's from the lightning. Yeah. <laughs> That's just crackling. <laughs> okay, uh, so event- eventually with this uh, non-decaying dead body aboard, you, we did it. <laughs> you make it... <laughs> You make it to Thornhold. Um, Guys, look who brought you. (laughs) You know him? (laughs) No, we're dwarves. He's not one of us. Uh, What do we want with your dead human? Back into the water with you. (laughs) Throw him in their harbor. (laughs) Hey, you can't do that. That's literally building artificial reefs. That's where we found him. Okay, so uh, there's dwarves at Thornhold. Um, I assume we'll handle like ship arbitrage with Thornhold in between this and next session because yeah. that's how we do. Yep. Um, but uh, so um, anything you want to talk to the dwarves about that's not arbitrage? Yes, I would like to share my juicy goss. Roll a uh, so you you share some juicy gossip about the Margaster family, their enemies in Waterdeep. Um, that will grant you advantage on a either persuasion or deception or presumably intimidation. But what do you... Uh, I'm or, trying to curry favor with them. and You're actually trying to find out about... Um, what's her name, right? Yes, yes, I'm also... Do you speak Dwarvish? Mm, uh, maybe not. But they, they no. some of them speak, speak common. Common. Yeah. Speak common. Like, Sorry. it's kind of like an immigrant community where, uh, you know, the old people and like some of the people don't really speak uh, common, but there are definitely people who will deal with you. Certainly the merchants um, and, you know, people in, on the docks will, will speak. Yeah, I'm, I'm they familiar. speak tourist common. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so, right. so, yeah. So, going to Papa John's. So, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, share this gossip to um, kind make, of make grease the wheels. Yeah. With, I, I, with I, advantage. Open up. Yeah. Okay. So, that's a 24. Well, that no, sorry. That's it. perception, not persuasion. <laughs> So have we had any kind of rest in between here? Oh, have we healed up? Yeah. Okay. okay. Same same thing. Twenty four persuasion. That is the same thing. That's interesting. Um, okay. So you're talking to Magnus Stoneshaft, and you give him that letter that Jasmine Hearthstone gave you to give him. You remember that? Yes. Yep. He's grateful to have that. Um, you can tell that he kind of likes her. Um, <laughs> you're intuitive about these things. Um, and uh, so he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Uh, sorry, what is her name? Uh, a real star, Janora. The... No, Janora. Okay, yeah. the one that I'm looking for. Yeah, Janora. he's like Janora Stormswake. Yeah, she she came through here um, just before winter, and she said she was headed out to um, this little island, one of the Red Rocks, called Firewatch Island, where there's this kind of hermitage. Um, she just wanted to have to like spend the winter someplace where she could get some good storms coming in, but also uh, some good con- contemplative time. And I thought that she said about this time in the spring we'd probably see her again, but I haven't seen her. Um, um, okay. So you're also doing some, um, some business grim. You're, you're conducting business, uh, which we'll handle over an arbitrage, but um, the guy you're dealing with uh, mentions when this subject of firewatch Island comes up, he's like, Hey, there's a guy who owes me money. Who went there. If you guys are headed there, could you get him for me? He's asking you grim. Sure. Who is it? Uh, his name is hang on. 
he knows his name, but I need a refresher on it real quick. Um, his name is Morley Tobe, M O R L E Y T O B E, and he is a dwarf, but he uh, he owes me money. He owes me like two thousand gold, and he uh, went off uh, to Firewatch Island, uh, and we haven't been able to get there all winter. Um, and he um, so yeah, if you'll if you'll either get my money from him and bring it back to me, I'd be grateful, and I'll give you part of it. Or if he doesn't have it, bring him to me. All right. Well. You know, uh, yeah, we'll go do that. And, uh, you know, Lathander, are you familiar with Lathander? We're dwarves. Okay. Well, <laughs> we, don't, we don't worship your gods. What, well, Lathander, yeah, we, we know who that is. Lathander is for everybody. The, what's the name of the island again? Fire, what, what island? Firewatch. Firewatch, okay. Where is that? Uh, it is not that far, um, but you'll need to take a smaller boat. And they'll loan you a keel boat um, to do that. Or they'll they'll actually have a guy ferry you there, and he'll, he can drop you off, and then he can come back like the next day yeah. or whatever. It's okay. like one of those small rocks that are there between our boat and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of those. Lord Hold. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, let me... Uh, where, where You said this is in the morning, right? I mean, it's it's been a couple of days since... Uh, oh yeah what time of day is this yes it's like midday or afternoon when you pull into thornhold you spend that evening like you know feasting with dwarves <laughs> and little business and then this all kind con- comes up like the next morning when um ingvar asked uh, magnus stoneshaft about um genora okay. yeah. so yeah it, it's morning ish all right we'll uh we'll do that and we'll uh it would probably take uh, maybe like three hours by keelboat to get there. And now that the ice is start, is is broken up, you ought to be able to get there. Okay. You, you said Magnus Stormshaft is the merchant who... Stoneshaft. Stone, okay, Stoneshaft. Okay, mm-hmm. got it. Of Clan Stoneshaft, of Thornhold. Of Stoneshaft Hold. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, so... Uh, so they're happy to take you there by keelboat and then drop you off and then come back for you the next day, if that works for you? Yeah, that should work. Right, guys? Yeah, I yeah. mean, does anybody have any objections to going into this? Uh, just like what's in it for us kind of thing, but, I mean, that's that's all. Um, I get to check up on my crush, and we might get a couple hundred gold, so... Yeah, let's do it. Or yeah. however much he's willing yeah, to Yeah, adventure hook, yeah. Or, 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 right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> So you're, we're going to leave your longship at Thornhold. They're doing some trading. We'll handle that offline in arbitrage because that's fun. Um, we'll see if they'll buy any of your weapons or other stuff. Um, and then we will take you to, wait for it. Paradise City. Waiting. No, not Paradise City, unfortunately. Hang on, whoa. Stupid Mouse? Ignore the, ignore the galley here, but <laughs> for a second. Was that bagpipes I heard? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right so whoa i gotta zoom out here so this is what firewatch island looks like in whole in toto can you guys see that yep roger so it has uh kind of this um beach uh with a little bit of a pier and a path leading up to this um monastery hermitage thing that's kind of between two rocky outcroppings right the one on the right the eastern one um has a total height of 300 feet the other one only rises about 100 feet um and then but there's also uh toward the south just south of the main hermitage area there's this really tall pinnacle of rock um that rises as high as 420 feet uh uh, above the water so it it, it, it's kind of imagine this mostly rocky sea stack um where there's a little bit of green space in between these two rocky outcroppings and and in the middle of them 
um, this hermitage has been built, this kind of small monastery type building. Thanks <coughs> to everyone. Yeah. So uh, I will now move you map again because I can. I guess we should have probably asked like why he owes him the money or, you know. Like... Yeah, just a trading debt. Okay. And is there any particular reason he fled and more didn't come back here? Well, why didn't we here? To pay it? I don't know. So we're just going to strong arm him into giving us some money or yeah. Well, I guess I guess I, my I guess my question is: Did I'll he be here because he has some tie to this place, or is this just a place to go? He, the dwarf you're talking to, Magnus Stoneshaft, does not know the answer to that. Okay. He okay. just heard that this is where he is. Okay. All right. What does he look like? Uh, he gives you a description. Guy. He's a, he's a dwarf. The um, guy who's here probably it might appear. All right. Um, sorry, I had to enable fog of war. And then I'm going to reveal some areas because it's not nighttime, so you can actually see, you know. Sorry. Rule 20. All right. Now I will take you to Paradise City, where the grass is green. <laughs> and Genora is pretty. All right. So you should now see yourselves at the Please. top of the pier there. See a see big black box. Oh, really? Yeah. Correct. Nothing but fog of war. Hmm. <clears throat> Where it's just really dark. It's still <laughs> nighttime. Uh, hmm. Well, let me make sure you're on the right page. You're on the right page. I'll move you back off, and then I'll move you back on. Yeah, you got to toggle all the settings. Unfortunately, what the, settings? The advanced fog of war and stuff like that. Oh, like on the, for on the, the love. On the, yeah, it's really annoying. The, all right, so where do I do that? It's you know, uh, go up to the all the pages at the top. Pick this one. Go oh, to the settings for that. Gosh. Yeah, and you have to do it for every single map. All right, page settings. What am I doing? Fog of War enabled. Advanced Fog of War not enabled, right? Uh, that sounds right to me. And at that point, then you should be able to... Or, gosh, I don't remember. I'm unchecking dynamic lighting, too. Oh, okay, yeah, now we can see stuff. Okay, yay. Y'all have this conversation every couple weeks. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> That's stupid. Uh, like, I don't love Roll20. I make no secret about that. I would rather be at a gaming table with you guys. I know. Yes. It's just funny. It's like, because I'm just listening. Like, like, we keep on having the same discussions. It's like, sorry, I have to do the whole. It's meeting. not intuitive, right? I know. No. It's, and Roll20 does that. I mean, with all that stuff, like, I can't get it to work. It's because every time you log in, it resets. But yeah. Anyway, sponsored by Roll20. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, make, before you leave Thorn, uh, Thornhold, make a. Somebody make like a investigation roll for like, you know, random rumors you hear in the tavern. Anybody got an investigation worth it? <laughs> not one. <laughs> not one. Never mind. I have a plus one, so 18. Um, well, you, Galran, hear that there is a, uh, a beast that haunts the islands, uh, including Firewatch Island, um, and it is known as Rasp, and it's huge, and it has antlers, but it's like an eagle, but like with a uh, anyway. So, and it eats men's hearts. They say, "Guess men." That's why Janora went there, <laughs> right? Uh, okay, Fair so enough. you're you're now on Firewatch Island. You're, they drop you off on the pier, and they say, "Yeah, see you tomorrow," <laughs> and they sail off. Have fun storming the castle. Yeah, basically. So they drop um, us off here. Okay, they do. Doesn't Grim have like a folding boat or something like that? He does not. No, for some reason I thought that was part of a discussion at some point. Never mind. It may have been a possible, but oh, let me make your guys move while you I think you're thinking of the Chult campaign. No, <laughs> I, 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 I'm aware of that campaign, <laughs> having run that one myself. Did we have a folding boat? We had, had the, the, 
the, the swan, swan boat, boat or whatever. The swan oh, boat. that thing, yeah, that we never gave back. Yeah, that is <laughs> he was like, "Hey, give us, give me my boat back," and we were like, "Sorry, who are you? This is we're your boat. Chill. This is my boat." <laughs> Something like that. love roll twenty. Sorry. Okay, you should all be able to move your things in just a moment, except one of you running around. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> And I'm zooming in to a comfortable zoom, zoom setting. Enhance. All right. You're on a pier. Yay. Let me describe things for you. The Hermitage. A short wooden pier extends out into the water. Yep. Connected by a path to an open archway in the fortress wall. The pier is in good shape with wooden pylons raising it well above the high tide line on the rocky beach. The area is deserted with no other boats or people in sight. The call of gulls, the shrieking of crows, and the crashing of the waves are the only sounds. What do you do? I can probably just take like a moment to soak it all in, you know? Yeah. The sound really... of the sea. Yeah. All right. Head down the path. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, we'll go along the, the sand to see if there's anything that particularly stands out before you know, continuing on the path. But yeah, I mean, that's it. I mean, if there's anything, I don't know, a corpse or whatever. Uh, no, you don't see anything like a corpse. Okay. All right. Then, yeah. Just head on down the path. Okay. On the pier? Yeah. Let's jump into the water just for fun. He wants to feel the water. Make a perception roll. Let's just say. Oh, that's me. Actually, I have really good perception. Uh, plus five, anyway. That's really good. Yeah. Typically. Let's see how you do. Hey. You not 20 it, which yep. is enough to see uh, perching on top of um, the the rocky pinnacle over to the what we would call east. Um, hang on. I can show you a thing because... Uh, it's in roll 20 if I can find it more things to hate about roll 20 unless you choose to love them I do not choose to love them well there's that <laughs> ah why do you suck why do you why do you suck why, roll 20 why 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 do you suck your handouts there it is art handouts jeez I mean what the okay look you see a thing uh, show to players. It looks like show to everyone. Wait for it. There it is. Ah. Oh, it's a sta- it's a stab. What's it called? Oh, yeah. Hey guys, there's a... it's not actually attacking you, like is shown in the picture. But that you see watching you from the top of the rocky pinnacle. There's a huh. the one at the back behind the hermitage. Pointy yeah, feathery. Thing the one off there, to guys. the left or right on the map. But yes. So yeah, totally. Pointy. Sort of like yeah. the one that's feathery. in the picture. Off to the left there, right? So yeah, so not the largest one, not the four twenty one, but the next uh-huh. biggest one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He's like off on top of that and he's just watching you for now. Noted. I think he's my friend. Look out. Look out above. Yeah. Okay. Uh so then Mouse comes out of the water, tells you guys that. But I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. Uh what do you do? Any reason not to continue on down the path? Everyone. You want to go ahead and fight it, or I mean, you could provoke it happens. now into into a combat here in this open area. Maybe, maybe if you want to javelin, or you could it. wait until it. You know, I think it's too far away to javelin, actually. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's at least 165 feet away if, yeah. if it's on top there. Yep. So call it 180. Sure. Mm. So yeah, let's uh, keep going with your heavy crossbow, though. I think you can take that shot, Grim. If I had it, it's probably you, st- you don't still have it. You don't even possess it. I mean, I probably do. I just. Don't have it on my. Oh, you should have it on your sheet just in case. Yeah. Hey, uh, I I can hit it. Um, That's all right. At disadvantage with my light crossbow. Let's not provoke it. Yeah, let's just. 
Let's I become know. its new friend. Right. And uh, go in here. So mouse also inherently likes most animals. It's not a typical animal, though. Beast. More like a monster. <laughs> well, he can't tell. The like a monster. Sometimes. <laughs> a monster from Space Jam. Ooh. Hey, it's a garden. I thought you were... Th- isn't there a guy called Monstar in Silverhawks? Yes. Thank you, Mike. Old people, we get it. Whatever that is. All right. Uh, so you're now in the courtyard and gardens area, and I will read to you more box text. Woohoo! Box text. <laughs> An archway in the fortress's outer wall provides access to a large courtyard now filled with vegetable gardens and a small orchard of stunted apple trees. Stairs to the east and west lead up to walkways overlooking the yard. To the southwest, the base of the bell tower is obscured by thick growths of vines, which also shroud the west stairs. A set of double doors stands along the front of the hermitage on the far side of the garden and appears to be the only way inside. Uh, and along the eastern side of the courtyard, I'm going to uh, some of this. Hang on. Um, along the eastern side of the courtyard, the wall of the fortress once abutted the larger of the island's rocky hills, but that hillside has been hewn away to create a passage rounding out or rounding the corner of the hermitage. So. Uh, what that means is here where I'm indicating, there's like a, oh, except I'm not indicating because I'm on the wrong tool because roll 20. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Thank you, roll 20. May I have another? Over here? Yeah, that is exactly where. All right. Whoever wants to check that out. All right. I'm going to change my list. So this rest. Yeah. Okay. So uh, you're going over there, Ingvar. Anyone going with him? Yep. Anyone else doing anything else that I need to know about? Anyone patrolling the battlements? What are you doing? Inspect the garden. See okay. if there's... Um, make a nature check. Will do. Uh, let's see. A 19 nature check. Uh, what are these you, plants? Well, funny that you should ask. Carrots. I, it's always carrots. <laughs> there are a variety of vegetables. That's good. You think that the... Um, the near the apple trees in the southwest part of the orchard, the, those vines are dangerous. Ooh, all right. Dangerous vines. Got yeah, it. You think also, go. you think they're naughty vines. Also, mixed in amongst the carrots are actually parsnips. <gasps> and you can tell the difference because you can. That's right, because <laughs> I used to grow them. I used to have to weed them as a child. Did you really? No, Galron did. <laughs> I was ready to believe that about you, Jared. Uh, well, I mean, I also had to do that, but it doesn't mean I can tell the difference between carrots and parsnips, even though, yeah, we had a garden growing up. <laughs> Why didn't y'all go with, like, Galron and Ronlag? Like, uh-huh. <laughs> like Zarta and... and... Daymont and Daymont. Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking. Daymont and Daymont. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> cruel, cruel twin parents. Um, all right, so Ingvar, you're headed around that corner? I am. Hello. I'm going with him. Then move yourself. <laughs> How do you do that? The captain and the other captain. <laughs> you click and to move. Uh, a low, unfinished stone wall un- uh, encloses a broad, sandy yard abutting an open vista of beach and sea. Actually, I can't see that for you. Uh, a small tower accessible by an external staircase rises against the hermitage's eastern wall. Several scrubby bushes stand to the north of a large oval pool at the center of the yard. Yep, that's what's there. Right on. Mouse, what are you doing? Oh, John's listening to someone else. Uh, okay. Um, Galron, what do you do? Do you rejoin the others, or are you investigating dangerous vines? 
you dive into the middle of them and roll around? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, it's just I have to <laughs> ensure that they're actually just because I think they're dangerous doesn't mean I know they're dangerous. Right. I mean, scientific method. <laughs> uh, no. Hey, I'll, mouse. I'll just... Mouse, go go yeah. uh, run into those vines. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. Which vines? What vines? <laughs> the the ones exactly. that. I'm, I'm in danger. One. Method. <laughs> these, I'm expendable. These here. <laughs> no. Sure. Sure. So, you really on. are going over there? Okay. Sure. Why not? Because uh, <laughs> they'll kill you. Because real, real initiative. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I like. I like nature. It's my it doesn't like you. Let's nature. nature oh, really nature loves, loves you. Me. Nature loves. So funny. <laughs> <laughs> Token layer. Okay. As you do. Shambling mounds. No, uh, but the vines themselves animate and start to come after you. Oh, okay. Um, And I have to find this in the thing because it's not where I expect it to be. It's a good thing splitting the party never hurt. Uh, Anyone know which stupid book assassin vines are in? What? Uh, No idea. Axon vines? Like the soft Uh, bunny vines? Was it? Looks like it's in um, Sleeping Dragon's Wake. Nope, don't have that. Maybe it's in here too. Hang on. Might see. just be in the monster manual. It's not. It's in the Tomb of Annihilation. It. Is it really? It is, yeah. Oh, it's in. I have it here in the back of um, Ghost of Salt Marsh too. Okay, yes. Um, well, it says while they remain motionless, they're indistinguishable from normal plants. But as soon as you run into that area, they animate. Uh, roll initiative, um, mouse. Roll the 10. Okay. Uh, I have a. I'd like to roll perception to see if I can. <laughs> I go with 13. So I act first. Um, nobody else is nearby. I uh, am going to try to constrict you. Oh, I'm in all caps. Hang on. Roll 1d20 plus 6 to hit. Does a 24 hit you? Yes. It does. <laughs> you take 11 bludgeoning damage and you are grappled. Escape DC 14. You are grappled. The escape DC is 14. Okay. Uh, you're considered restrained and you will take you will take some poison damage at the start of your turn. Uh, guys? <laughs> um, it is now the start of your turn. You can take 21 poison damage. Jeez. Oh. Okay. And it's your turn. Uh, you can escape on a DC 14 um, athletics or uh, acrobatics check, or you can stay grappled and fight it. Or you, yeah, those are pretty much your choices. All right, <clears throat> uh, I'm going to try to get out. Okay. So that's you. Uh, you said strength, right? Athletics, yeah. Oh, athletics, too. yeah. Okay. Oh, that's actually better. It should be. Okay. Okay, you are free. Uh, so you can stumble away from them and decide not to go back, or you can um, decide it's time to fight some vines. Yeah, I'm going to go back for a bit. Okay. These are vines. I don't have any problem with them generally, but they did give me 30 damage. Yes, 30, they did. 30 or so damage. So. Yeah. yeah. Hey, guys, these vines are not cool. They are not friendly plants. <laughs> yeah. Not one bit. Almost like Galron was right. That's <laughs> oh, right. So, and then, well, I'm going no, away. I, I talk to them, and I'm like, "Guys, just calm down." But later. in fact, only animals understand you. So the I, but, but it does stop moving. It, right, it, yeah, it could come after you. Actually, they have a f- speed of five. Um, oh. But so if we start to walk away from them and they're creeping towards us, we don't pay attention. <laughs> they can sneak <laughs> up on you, right? <laughs> if you camp here in the courtyard, you may find yourself surrounded later on. <laughs> oh man. 
like that bush that gets up and walks towards you. <laughs> um, uh, I see Gowron going to the door. Uh, yeah, that's the plan. Inspect, to see if see if it's closed or open, unlocked, etc. Let's let me tell you. Yeah. Pieces of broken planking and debris reinforce the damaged north doors of the room. Oh, also real quick. Oh, uh, so is that uh, a window over there, or is that like part of the wall that's like jutting out or something? That's part of the wall jutting oh, out. Okay. Here. Let, okay. let me reveal a little bit. Sorry, that's that's yeah. like a, the back of a fireplace. Uh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure exactly. Is that is that clear? Yeah, 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 yeah. That that helps. Okay, so to get in uh, through this side, they are barricaded, and you will have to make a strength athletics check. Huh. Or use your carpentry skills. <laughs> Deconstruct the doors. I'll do that. If you really want to do it carefully so that no boards are damaged, nope. then that would be a carpentry roll. These are anti-damages. I just went right in. This is great driftwood. <laughs> okay, you bust in. Here's what you see. A room with more doors. Mm-hmm. Did we air. even try knocking? You did not. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to call oh, out. Oh, I forgot to mention, as you were like not here yet, but on your way here, you heard like a, a tolling of a bell and then it stopped. And you do see that the tower on the western side uh, does have a bell in the top of it. So there's that. Uh, I think while you're doing this, I think Rasp is going to come sw- swooping down on you. I think right before, as you're breaking in, you're... You're going to get 20. There we go. All right. You see that uh, he's no longer on his perch, and then he is, in fact, swooping down. So uh, let's all get initiative rolls. John, you can choose to keep yours, if you like, from before. It's 10. I'll roll again. It's 10. I'll roll again. Um, But then this huge thing, as shown previously in the handout, don't make me figure out how to do that again, because you saw it. It should still be there, shouldn't it? Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's right there. You can refer to that, if you like. Yeah. Uh, plus two. Oh, I, I go on a 20, which means I almost beat Ingvar, but not quite. He almost. So, Ingvar, you see this huge uh, beast swooping down towards you. What do you do? Um, I think I'm going to call lightning on it. Okay. At fourth level. It's a DC 15 deck save. I thought you didn't have any fourth level slots. He doesn't, I didn't think. Yeah, you don't. Uh, roll 20 says I do. My bad. Okay. Sixth level cleric doesn't. Yeah, mm-hmm. you'll get it at seventh level. Uh, so I, I, I'm, a, I'm a seventh level spellcaster. I thought that spell slots were based off of... No. No? Because if you... Were, if you your class move up, but your but in, in-class spells don't. Right. If you had multi-class, say, like, three levels of one thing and three levels of another thing, it doesn't mean you're, like, sixth level, you know, like... Please. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I'll, so I'll just take the first three rolls then. Um, so that would be minus. So that'd be eighteen lightning damage if he fails the deck save. Well, e- okay. Yeah. Um, what's my dex? Oh, I see it is DC fifteen. So what's that other D ten there? That, that's if it's already oh, uh, stormy. stormy, then I get an extra D ten. Got it. Okay, he failed his, his deck save, so that's how much lightning damage to him? So that's 18, mm-hmm. um, and an extra three from my Curse of the Sea, and I'm going to knock him back 10 feet by Thunderbolt. Uh, he's not cursed, right? In order to curse him, you have to have hit him with lightning or with a cantrip, and you haven't done that. And he just call lightning? No, that's... Check your curse rules, though. I, I think you have not qualified for that. 
right? Or am I confusing it with a different part of your thing? Uh, let's see. When you hit a creature with a cantrip attack or when a creature fails the same throw against your cantrip, uh, and the next one once per turn, when you cast a spell, you can trigger the curse if that spell deals cold or lightning damage to the curse. Yeah, but that part at the beginning about it failing, a, failing a save versus a cantrip, I didn't do that. You cast a non-cantrip. Right. Right. But so I can... Where's the plus three? Hold on. I thought that the... Okay. I thought that trigger the curse meant that it was that that was giving him the damage. I didn't realize that they had to already be cursed from a cantrip in order to You can only trigger it. the curse when when the conditions are met, which involves using cantrips, which is why the lightning lure thing plays into it. Because that's a cantrip. What's the curse okay. thing? It, here, let me I'm gonna copy yeah. paste the whole thing in. Copy paste curse, curse of the sea. Curse of the sea. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, so it's a class ability. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's it's that that right, paragraph so that starts you, with once per turn. That is confusing me because I thought that meant that it could be cursed. Yeah, but the part where it says when you hit a can start at the beginning, when you hit a creature with a cantrip's attack, or when a creature fails a saving throw against your cantrip, you can curse the target until the end of your next turn or until you curse a different creature feature with this uh, creature okay. with this feature. You, yeah. So in order to to do qualify, any of the stuff, that... you have to you, you have to be using cantrips. Okay. Um, All of okay. that to say, I'm not taking the extra three. Okay, that's fine. I I will still push it back ten with my thunderbolt strike. Not that, uh, that you can do, yeah. but mm-hmm. I'm sure it'll be able to cover the ground easily on its turn. But in fact, it gets a legendary action at the end of your turn, which it will take, uh, which is a dive attack. It moves up to up to its speed towards one target of its choosing, and then makes a gore attack. Uh, that um, so it will do that versus um, you, I think. One uh, d twenty plus. Nine to hit. Does a nineteen hit you? Yes, a nineteen does hit me. Um, so to do then, a melee attack, wouldn't it be within the range of the glaive? You haven't acted yet, so you you don't have a reaction yet for him. Sorry. What? Yeah, yeah. So as soon as it comes within ten feet of me, oh, for him, dive, yeah. yeah, yeah, because he acted right. Uh, he, and he still has a reaction. So yes, right. Yeah, yeah. but uh, let me resolve my attack first. Okay. Um, although you've already rolled. Sorry, um, it's I was okay. clicking as you said it. That's fine. Uh, so you take, looks like 16 plus 9 is 25 damage from it, it goring you with its antlers uh, as it comes in at Ochi. speed. But the good news is you also hit it for 10. Yes. All right. All right. Sorry, roll, roll 20 is being slow over here. Okay, uh, that is the end of your turn. Then it's my turn. Um, the legendary action didn't count against my turn. On my turn, I uh, get to gore and talon somebody else, or maybe you again. Um, I think I'm going to go for Grim, though. Um, Grim, 18 and 14. Uh, I'm assuming the 18 currently hits you. Is that right? Yes. Um, so that is a gore attack to you that does 12 piercing damage with those fierce antlers. It's ripping through your front line here. Uh, then I, it's whoever's turn is next, which uh, look, is... I believe it's me at 17. Yep, go ahead. So I'm going to um, otherwise back up, but not into the Assassin Vines. You sure? Because it would be awesome if he caught you between... <laughs> yeah, if he forced you that back that far. Yeah, so I'm going to be uh, casting a um, lightning bolt. Uh, lightning bolt right there and that's going to be a dc 15 dex save 
for you, but you're going to have to do a disadvantage because I am using... Um, that's at three ones on the damage. Boo. Uh, anyway, disadvantage because I'm using three sorcery points uh, to heighten the spell. So DC 15 decks with disadvantage. So then the lower of those is a 13. Uh, so that's a fail. Uh, so that looks like a, a total of 26 lightning damage. Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt, indeed. Um, and the lightning ignites flammable objects in the area that aren't being worn or carried. So if he well, had any, like, that, molting that bush feathers, behind him is on fire. <laughs> precisely what I'm getting at. So. All right, who's next? I got 10. I don't know where we are. Yeah, got 13. Okay. I, guess it's I, I just, no uh, point out real quick. Um, I... My my attack was third level. That's already resolved. But I do want to point out, I do have a fourth level spell slot. I don't have any fourth oh, level spells, okay. but because of the way this multi-classing uh, classing works, because it's in cleric and sorcerer, I add up all my levels of both cleric and sorcerer, and I have spell slots according to the multi-classing spell slot table. Oh. So huh. yeah, I can. So you have a fourth level slot, but no fourth level spells. Use... You can use it like he was using it, where he where he bumps things up. Right. Yeah. I, I posted a link in if anyone wants to read up. But yeah. Okay. Good to know. I didn't realize that that's how multi-classing worked between spellcasting classes. Okay. Thanks, Mike, for finding that. Interessante. Yep. No problem. Uh, so uh, then we will say that you still have your fourth level slot intact. Okay. Yep. Uh, all right. Uh, so then, uh, whose turn did we decide it was? Sorry. Mine. Grim. Go ahead. Um. Is it in the air or on the ground? <clears throat> Both. No, it's in the air. I mean, it's flying How, flying around. Flying, it's within range. Okay. Because it's slashing at you with its talents. Um, I, I don't know how to get it so that I can move my character. Well, you should be able to. All just characters. click on it and oh. move it around with the arrows. Okay. Um, You're moving slightly? Yeah, I just moved into its range. Or, yeah, so it's in. Okay. Ooh! That'll hit. All right. 20. So I get to roll twice. Yeah, mm-hmm. double dice. All right. And then... So um, that becomes a 13 total? No, 19 total. Oh, oh, yeah, 13 total. Sorry. Yep. All right. And then for the second attack, 19 hit. Sorry, I'm having roll 20 issues. Uh, 19 uh, does hit. For nine damage. Okay. And then... I can't remember the plus on my... Okay, it's seven. Five damage. Sorry, roll 20 is not updating my hit points on this thing in any kind of timely manner. Oh, no, there it is. Okay. Uh, you and I did say as a bonus action, I cast you out of faith, right? You did not. It looks like you rolled for your butt action in there. Yeah. You don't get both. They're both bonus actions. You get one bonus action. Which is it? Butt attack or shield of faith? Um, shield of faith. Okay. Okay. Uh all right, your shielded, your faith shimmering face shield uh, springs into existence. Um, Mouse, I think that makes it your turn. Okay, so I'm going to reckless attack over here. I should say so. Yeah. And, uh, so I get, I'm just going to roll twice instead of the same time because it adds it otherwise. Ugh, that was not bad. Oh, that was bad. I mean, 14 and 16. Mm. Uh, either of those hit? Yes. Did both of them hit? Would, yes. Uh, ooh, then he's not prone. That's fell handed. Ah, okay, good. Okay, so um, wait, wait. So you're reckless attacking in order to attack with disadvantage. Is that right? With no, with advantage. And then I get if you attack me. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. So both of them would have hit. Then that means you get not prone. All right. But that's just one hit. So uh, da, 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 wait. Two d six plus four. There we go. 
So 10 on the first attack, and I'm going to go ahead and attack it again. But this is this is not advantage, this is just the one. That's 15, I guess that hits. So 2d6, where am I? Oh. And 11 more. So t- total of 21 to me? 21, yeah. And you're prone. Correct. Oh, so that should have been an advantage too, but it doesn't matter. I mean, you're ready. You hit. So. I hit, yeah. So he's Oops. prone. Hang on, I messed up. Okay. Yes, he's prone uh, for now. Um, and okay. I think it's, uh, and at the end of your turn before Ingvar's turn, I'm taking a legendary action to Talon attack um, Mouse. Okay. And that's uh, which advantage. Is... You get advantage on that. Yeah. No, I get disadvantage on it, right? Because I'm prone. No, no. Oh, yes. Well, but you get advantage because I reckless attacked. So I guess it's just regular attack. Oh, okay. Then I'll just take that first roll, which is a 19. Right, that, right. that hits so you, right? That hits, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, then you oh, take. What? I should have said I was raging, but I didn't. I don't. Well, oh, you can be. Well, did you did you use your. No, does I it didn't. take a bonus action to rage for you, right? Yes, it does. And I hadn't taken one. So. I'm okay with it. Okay, thanks. Cool. Um, take 12 piercing damage. Okay. Or slightly less because you're raging. All right, piercing. Yep. Top of the round, Ingvar. I'm right. prone. Um, I I don't want to get too close, um, so I'm going to call lightning again. I've already got the storm up, so might as well. Okay. Um, I'll do that at third level again. Well, once you've called lightninged, it's still active for a minute, and every round you can just use your action to call it. Read your spell. Oh, yeah. You're not, you're not using a new slot. It's already there. Yes. Sorry. That's the cool thing about call lightning is that once it's there, you just zot, zot, zot. Yeah. Right. And why it's uh, like a third level spell. Okay. So I can't remember what prone does for deck saves. Um, neither. Probably disadvantage, though. Um, yeah. Disadvantage on attack rolls doesn't say anything about saving throws. Well, then I will just take my normal save and, and fail anyway. Okay, so 17 lightning damage. Got it. Um, yeah, that's it. Okay. Uh, all right, it's uh, smoking from that. Um, on its turn, I will uh, use half my movement to become not prone. Uh, then I will disengage. Oh, interesting. And fly to here, 30 feet up. Actually here 30 feet up that's i think oh and i will um warp shadow i will choose up to three of you within 60 feet which is going to be um mouse and grim and ingvar and you each have to make a dc 14 wisdom saving throw or become cursed by me oh man Uh, okay so that's a fail and a fail a crit fail in fact and a fail so all three of you are cursed (laughs) by me um which means uh, it's just like Bane, actually. So uh, while cursed, whenever you make an attack roll, an ability check, or saving throw, you must roll a d4 and subtract that number from the roll. At the end of your turn, you can repeat the saving throw. All right. Everybody got that? Yep. Uh, that's the end of my turn, making it, uh, I believe, Gowron's <coughs> uh, turn. turn. Yep. Yeah. So, um, so I'm going to uh, go with Dispel Magic. Uh, but to read this out here. Uh, on, choose- on what? On the curse. That's why why I'm reading it out to make sure it's valid, right? So choose one creature, object, or magical effect within range, 120 feet. Yeah. Any spell. No. Right, and that's where I'm saying, but it says magical effect. Okay, any spell. I mean, I can just, you know, I'll throw it out into the chat, but um, any spell of third level or lower ends 
No, it it's it's not a spell effect. Okay, so in which case that is not what I would do then. Right. <clears throat> okay. Um, in that case, uh, instead I will. Um, uh, I'll just do a. I'll do another lightning bolt. Is what I'll do. Um, uh, so that's going to be another you know, DC 15 dex save or take 32. I will take 32. Holy cow. That time I didn't roll three ones. Yeah, that was considerably more effective. And uh, yeah, so the rest of the lightning bolt goes off into the sky. Okay. Um, on in between, at the end of your round before the, sorry, at the end of your turn before the next person's turn, I will make a dive attack uh, moving up to my speed toward a target of my choosing and making a gore attack. That's versus you, Mouse. Uh, so um, that that comes within um, Grim's range if he wants to pull arm, react. You may do that, but I'm I'm still doing my my attack. Yep. Oops. Uh, I not. Oh no, that's Mike who not twenty. I did not not twenty. I rolled an eleven. Oh, so you missed. I missed. Mike hit though. Do I get my double? Yeah. You might kill it here. Which would be impressive if it like dives into hit mouse and instead you dive in front with your your glaive and impale it. Yeah, so through the neck. Points, points of damage. Ten. It has yeah. one point of uh, of health left. It is like writhing on the ground. Hang on, my daughter's here. We could spare it. I'll I'll stop. <laughs> Let's question describing this thing's death. <laughs> Can I we don't have to question it. We can, you know, obviously nothing. Can we'll, we'll, tame it. Mouse. I'll talk to it. I'll talk to it. Exactly. <laughs> mouse will talk to it, whether or not it's and pretend it understands. <laughs> uh, I think it's whose turn is it next? Is it mine? Uh, so it's no. I already you, did, you right? did your, yeah. yeah, it's mine. Yeah. All right. So then, oh, yeah, on right. your turn, you're just gonna keep jabbing that thing in, into its neck, and, and you'll kill it. Yeah. Well, do you kill it or do, do you it. knock it out? Do you want uh, it's a little late for non-lethal when you've got your glaive through its neck. Are you going to make well, him roll? or just It could be the, bu- the butt of the I'm not going to make him roll. He's just okay. going to kill it. All right. Well, let me see if I can hit it. Well, okay. I'm just- Are you seriously <laughs> going to bop down to non-lethal? Because I happened to tell you that it was down just to one. punch it. Just punch it. I mean, can somebody actually talk to animals? I don't this I thing's a monstrosity, them, not a beast. Yeah. Everyone yeah. Okay. can talk to animals. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you snake there! What are you doing here? Go to your home! It, it can actually understand common and elvish, but can't speak. Yeah. Sounds Let's like elf, elves used to yeah, have it as a pet. Yeah, I'm assuming I'm, you killed it, Mike. Yeah, I'm not leaning into this. We're going to try to, you know... Okay, redeem this bad thing yeah nah, no. it's, yeah it's dead as he twists the end of the glaive he's like what was that oh talk to what <laughs> <laughs> who do you want to kill it you now have a monstrous periton uh dead at your feet uh, theoretically uh with some rolls um you can try to harvest this thing into monster parts that you could then uh, sell in arbitrage but we'll uh, deal with that later yeah take damage at least it's um, going into the hole just as is. Oh, are you carrying yeah. the whole round? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's portable. Makes sense. Makes sense. We see it's, it's got like eight other carcasses in it he's forgotten about. Yeah. It. it stinks <laughs> to high heaven when he opens that thing up. Yeah, but it only stinks on another plane of existence. <laughs> right, but when you open it here, then it's, right, it's like, oh, that's alien farts. Oh. Like, what is that? Oh, no. <laughs> Shove it in the hole. Right. Just, There's like all this like slime-covered gold down there. Yeah, <laughs> it's all just one hole, right? <laughs> right, just that's right. <laughs> I 
mean, you could keep it in sacks or chests down there, but why bother? You just throw it in the hole. Just throw it in the hole. That's right. It looks like a hoarder's den down there. Yeah, like a hoarder's den. <laughs> okay, you've killed this thing. Congratulations. All right, continue on the path. All right, now I can describe the room to you. Wait, how, how hurt are you, Mouse? Oh, I'm down to like 23 or something. Or I'm down to seven. No, what am I? Ah. What are you down to? 27. Down to clown. If anyone wants to heal me, I'm, I'm not opposed yeah, to Yeah, we should probably do some healing. Um, I get that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> wow. Okay. So I can do um, prayer of healing if we want to take a beat and all heal up. Do we all need healing or is it just me and Mouse? I, think it's, uh, I, don't I mean, I'm down by like nine. If you guys short rest the... Um, Assassin vines will wander over too. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> well, could we go inside and take a short take rest? Short rest yeah. We could barricade the door. And we have a carpenter. That's going to yeah. be the skill that, that sees so much use this campaign. <laughs> We're going to wonder how we ever get along without it. Right. That's right. <laughs> That's the intent at this point. Man. You can so, burn them up if you want. Prayer of healing is... 10 minutes, right? Yeah. 10, 10 minutes, minutes to cast? Yeah. Sweet. How um, much is it? I'm going to do it at a higher level because I'm down like 25 points. It's a ritual, right? Yeah. Is it a ritual? Is it a ritual? I, think, I thought it would. Hold on. Because if it's a ritual, it doesn't take a spell slot. It doesn't, yeah. yeah. You, uh, then it's probably not a ritual then. Yeah, because... Uh, being no. able to cast it as a ritual costs an additional 10 minutes beyond what it says. However, for clerics, you, you can cast it as a ritual if you've got it prepared, which you guess he does, right? Yeah. 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 Clerics have that special, like, you know, and then you can even pull spells from other, you know, as long as it has a ritual. But if you take 10 minutes to do this, I, I'm, I'm not kidding. You'll get surrounded by assassin vines and they will attack you. Inside the door. Well, yeah. has, only That's what we were Galeron saying. has moved in there. They're the ones that did most of my damage, actually. It wasn't even that thing. It was the, <laughs> it was the bomb. Yeah, let's, let's move inside and barricade. <laughs> yeah, barricade. Sounds like a plan. All right, uh, roll carpentry. <laughs> yeah, oh, yes. Yes, indeed. Um, just going to roll. Hurry up, they're coming! I think you cook something. Yeah, that's, that's, that's going to be a total of six there. Uh, it's pretty slipshod. Uh <laughs> Let's see what an assassin vine's strength check is to break that down. Not how I anticipated this going. We should have thrown the strength eighteen plus four. Okay, so I'm assuming that uh, a roll of three gives you a barricade Six. strength of DC thirteen. Oh, okay. Well, um, or not even right. Well, so uh, I, I rolled a three, but I have a plus three on. Uh, the carpenter. Yeah, well, whatever. I rolled a seventeen on my strength check. So while while as you finish barricading the door, but before anybody has cast a spell on you, that that barricade is broken down, and there are, is an assassin vine there. All right, let's keep going. Uh, no, it's going to attack because it did not like that you tried to. Well, so wait, can, can, can we have the uh you know the, the cleric is still doing the prayer and we have to protect the cleric wall <laughs> you can if you want to do that for 10 minutes we can say you, we're five minutes in if you, if you want uh, long or even nine right yeah, 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 that, that's, rounds. yeah, yeah how, that's, how that's what they, i was saying that's they what i was move, saying right 
if we can last not you know, ten rounds or what? Yeah, ten rounds without. Well, the I missed you on my first yeah, attack. I wouldn't. You can open that second set of doors. Just that. Or you can. It doesn't matter. We'll just continue. I just go. I mean, seriously, he did like thirty-two damage to me on the first hit. But they also can only move five feet at a time. And they seem reluctant to actually move into the building. Perfect. We're in the building. Thus. Well, right, but the, but you're where they can attack you still. You'll need to move further into the building. And is the plan. Okay, so you're going through that second set of doors? Well, can you describe the walls on East and West? Okay, sure, I can. Windows or something? Pieces of broken planking and debris reinforce the damaged north doors, or used to reinforce the damaged north doors of this room, whose walls and floors are spattered by bloodstains. A twisted padlock lies at the foot of the north doors, and the south doors have been nearly ripped from their hinges. Arrow slits are visible in the east wall, shrouded by cobwebs. The west wall displays uh, patches where similar arrow slits have been bricked over. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, let's uh, go through the doors or attempt to do so. Okay. No, oh, well, those doors are barely on their hinges, so that's not going to be yeah. too hard. I mean, I could do a plus zero strength DC 20. Or, or, or a plus three carpentry check. That's true. Apparently, I like to roll threes these days. Yes, you do. Hey, guys, okay. it's a door. Um, in here, go ahead and move yourselves. Stairs rise to a railed balcony that covers two walls of this large vaulted chamber. The balcony stands 10 feet above the floor with heavy cross beams above, reinf- above reinforcing the 20-foot high slate tiled ceiling. Here and there, missing ceiling tiles have been covered over with thatch. A large rusty metal tub and broken wooden frame stand near the staircase. The floor shows spatters of blood and obvious signs of a recent scuffle. Noted. Uh, And Galran, uh, since you can see down that hallway, I'll just go ahead and put it. Several doors lead off of here and stairs lead up and the hallway leads to the west. So if if Grim is captain at sea, then uh, Ingvar is captain on land. So tell us, tell us where to go. Ingvar, what do? Um, let's let's go and heal up right now, since we're clear. Okay. Um, so now you're taking ten minutes to cast. Yeah. All right. Let me just double check that uh, nothing's going to disturb you. Okay. You hear some movement in um, one of the other rooms, but um, nothing comes. Okay. So anyone who needs a uh, twelve points of, of healing to any and everybody. Wait, everybody gets 12 points, or you have 12 points total? No, Every, 12 each. each person. Yeah, each person gets 12. That's why it takes 10 minutes. Neat. Remember that you all also possess each two healing push. Oh, right. That's 2d8, is that what it was? 2d4 plus, isn't it? 2d4 oh. plus 2. 2D4 Sorry, plus I don't know that. Sorry, I think I was just thinking 8. Nice try. All right, let's keep moving. Okay. okay. Um, having, uh, having spent some time um, praying to Valker for healing, you know. Yeah, where did can we tell where we heard the noises from? When we heard... Um, it sounded like some kind of scrabbling noises in the bricked over um, area. So that would be okay. Uh, right, this one that? here, correct? All right. All right, let's go here and see if we can break through that slot and take a peek inside. Um, well, it is brick in that slot as well. Um, how are you breaking through that? Well, is it wood next to the brick? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. You know, on second thought, if 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 they break something up, yeah, probably something strapped in there that we don't want to let out yet. Probably, yeah. yeah. Let's save that and come back. Let's let's go around the hallway over here and see what we find. Or maybe it's our new best friend. Let's go down the hallway. All right. We There's a eventually door. a door. Mm-hmm. Is it locked? I'll open hmm. it. Let's see if we're ready to stymie this whole campaign on. Doors. <laughs> uh, it is locked. What? 
It Grandma, is locked. Get over here. It will require a. It's good to me as somebody who has knock. Oh. Uh, Grim has thieves tools. Thieves tools check. Yes. Here we go. He oh, Grim does. Evangel- yeah, Evangeline taught Grim how to pick locks. Yeah. So is you it know a dex it's modifier. Yeah, re- add your dex modifier and your proficiency in in your case. Yeah. Yep. Anybody can do it. Without proficiency, sure. <laughs> oh, that seems high. <laughs> I don't think you really rolled a 68. <laughs> also, how would you be adding plus six plus three? Because <sighs> surely your dex modifier is not plus six, right? Surely. I think it was just, I, I was looking and clearly uh, being not so. D, it's 1d20, not 1d120. Thank plus you. Six. I think there uh, I think oh, Bo okay. would have hated playing on roll twenty where you <laughs> where everyone sees all the things. <laughs> I don't think he would have mind minded. He would have he, just he'd yeah, be kept rolling, rolling in Slack and then putting yeah, screenshots of the ones he liked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, uh, that with an audible click, the very first locked yeah. thing of this campaign opens. Somewhere, Benjamin is cursing the sky. Those those who can't do teach right. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> moving in, oh, we're we moving find in. a storeroom. Moving on in. <laughs> this damp, dark tower room smells of rot and mildew. The floor glistens with puddles of water and trickles of moisture dribble down the wall to the west and south. What might once have been barrels and crates stacked against the walls have decayed into nearly unidentifiable heaps of mold. Mm. No, I'm starting to get does it cost to buy this property? <laughs> you, you, you know, if you want to do real estate in this, uh, it's not like it's not like as I was going through this map, it didn't occur to me. Right. <laughs> like, don't don't joke about that. These guys are going to buy themselves a monastery. I mean, this mm. would not be a terrible thing to operate out of. You'd have to dredge a little bit to get your longship up to the pier, but you know, if you want a base here, you control those assassin vines. Yeah. It's uh, it's the addiction center, so we get them drunk and, and become alcoholics at the bars, and then we own the addiction <laughs> center, here, yes. and they go dry out. I mean, this would be a pretty rad monastery <laughs> for the cult of the dancing bear. We're, we're all just kind of gross. Water deep. We're all kind of grossed out, and Grim is like pacing the floors trying to get He's measurements. Like, He's like, yeah. oh, yeah. This is about- you know who I'd like to show this to is my friend Manu. He's really into this kind of property. And every kind of property. <laughs> the real fixer up. Right? Fixer up right? We still haven't done Epic Build Day, and I'm waiting for it. Um, yeah, yeah, me too. Okay, uh, so. Grim starts singing. Give me a perception a roll. Perception, you say? Oh, Grim. Or somebody. Yeah, Ingvar, you're like back in the hallway. You don't get a perception roll. Oh, okay. Well, you gotta move yourself. Ignore that then. I will. I will. Oh, oh, great. Okay, perfect. <laughs> um, you wander right under. Whoops. Move yourself to the western end of the room there with your natural one. Um, I get a surprise round as a green slime drops uh, from the ceiling onto you. Dang it. Pretty sure. Yep. So I'm taking a surprise round on you because you did not see that coming. Oh, what the? It's not even in the... Times I hate you, fifth edition. Dungeon Hazards in Chapter 5 for information and of the DMG for information about green slime. Okay. One moment while I find it in the DMG that lacks a good index. Anyway, something drops onto you, and it maybe does a thing. 
I'm going to find it. Curse you wizards with your terrible indexing. 105. Aha! Dungeon hazards, green slime. This acidic slime devours flesh, organic material, and metal on contact. Bright green, wet, and sticky. You must have said, I don't know, because it uh, that just pours right out of the ceiling onto you. Uh, it clings to walls, floors, and ceiling and patches. Um, drops from walls and ceilings when it detects movement below it. Uh, otherwise, okay. A creature that comes into contact with green slime takes five acid damage, and it takes the damage again at the start of each of its turns until the slime is scraped off or destroyed. It doesn't really say how to do that. You take five acid damage as green slime drops onto you. What do you do? Walk away. It's still on you. I mean, it's like in, in your armor, you know, burning oh. you. Well, I walk away from where the slime's going, and as I'm walking, I'm scraping it off with a uh, with like a pocket knife. I think let's say that it doesn't have rules on this, but let's call that it takes one d four minus one rounds to fully scrape off. Does that yeah. seem reasonable? Uh, so you take uh, three more rounds of damage, so fifteen more uh, acid damage while you're getting it all off, and whatever cloak you were wearing at the time is ruined. Uh, worst. The first level cloak, or yeah, the top level cloak. Yeah, that's that's my you know weather cloak. You know, it's it's you know it's just like you got to keep the other cloak clean. <laughs> right, right. That's your outer cloak. Yeah. All right. So my outer cloak, and now I am resplendent in my white cloak with the bear fur. <laughs> right. That's next. You better hope there's not another green slime. Um. Okay. Um. So you mark down 15 damage from that. Right. Uh. And. Otherwise, this room uh, is pretty barren. All right. Look for realtor cards. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is a pretty rad property with all that garden space outside. You know, there's some features upstairs that I think you'll really enjoy. We've been watching a British show called Escape to the Country, where like rich people in Britain decide to retire to the country and they like go find a cool farmhouse and they show them like two that are what they asked for pretty much. And then a mystery house. Uh, yeah, mm. it's, my, it's better than. So it's like house hunters, but it's like house hunters, but British people in the very country. Very specific, and yeah, it's it's like it's way better. The format's better. The hosts are better. Yeah, the humor's drier. The humor is drier. It's true. Teeth are worse. The teeth are worse. <laughs> also true. <laughs> okay, what do you do? Um, what do you direct your men to do? Let's uh, let's head back in and let's check out let's check out this room first. Okay, the door near the foot of the stairs. Is the door locked? I will answer that when I have found the description. Why in the world was that room locked? I know that's what I was thinking. (laughs) Because they didn't want that thing to get out. The slime? Yeah. Oh, it's a thing? It was to keep it in, not to keep, not, you know. Oh, so so does it collect on the floor and move or? Eventually, slowly, yeah. Slower than the assassin vines. Right, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'll cast Firebolt at it a few times. No, that'll kill it eventually. There you go cantrip so uh it appears that this is this door is barricaded and needs to be forced open oh 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 with a strength <laughs> 14 athletics check or, or carpentry tool <laughs> <laughs> you, you explore somewhere else you have I'll a crowbar a i have a okay. few i have a few minutes you know you yeah, you right. open other doors uh, no, I mean, he gets out his 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 leather bundle and pulls it out. Right. Takes <laughs> takes accurate measurements first. He's got like a plumb bob. <laughs> Here, the entire instru- structural integrity fails. We're in. 
Grim's behind him. He's like, yeah, yeah, be careful. These doors look like real antiques. I think they really up the property value. Mouse is like ready to hit it with a hammer. And he's like, no, 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 no. Load-bearing wall. No, 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 no. It's a door. <laughs> smash this. <laughs> Mouse smash here. Which way did he go, George? Which way did he go? Eight. Oof. Uh, that is not enough. <laughs> Someone want to help him out with a large hammer, Mouse? Uh, athletics rolled you, Mouse. Uh, it's a strength. Yeah, strength yeah. athletics. athletics. Oh, athletics, cool. It's a skill, like lock picking. Mm. Also, not good enough. Also, also All not right. good enough. Wow. You know what? This, this door you know what? Here, you guys. If you, you want to do something right, you got to do it yourself, Ingvar. Blow it open with. <laughs> there we go. Blow it open with lightning. Modified 20 there. Wow, look at you with your athletics. All right. Ingvar kicks down the door after every, <laughs> literally everybody else has tried and failed. Ingvar loses patience and kicks down the door, revealing. You the know, I try to delegate. I really do. <laughs> I want you guys to develop your skills, but, you know. Grim makes sure to point out how proud of Ingvar his captain is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's what's in the uh, kitchen. Kitchen shows signs of recent use. Okay, I'm going to remind you all to tread carefully. There's a reason why someone would barricade a kitchen. <laughs> this Somebody kitchen, was cooking in there with Dinah. They did it from the inside or whatever they did. Uh, this kitchen shows signs of recent use and is fairly clean. A kettle is suspended above a large fireplace and a brick oven stands nearby. A cutting block yeah. bearing half a loaf of bread stands in the center of the room next to an empty table. Shelves for holding dishes and utensils line the east wall. There is a door. Actually, two doors. Okay, I'm stepping just inside, and I'm doing a perception check. Mm, are you? Critical fail on my perception. Go to the south, and there's a black mold. You get your head stuck in the oven while the rest of the party searches the room. Bite <laughs> <laughs> of the bread. <laughs> Give me, serve me up a fat slice of humble pie. I'll be looking around the room at an 11. Mm, okay, uh, actually, give me an investigation, somebody. Not just a perception. See what you can determine here. Seven, uh, you, you get too interested in the bread. You're just starting it. Anybody else? Galron? Oh, yeah, it? sure. I'll, I'll do I think, I think you're the, yeah, yep. maybe the party's best hope there. Investigation at a 17. Nice. You yeah, determine. Things together. Uh, you find in, um, in a cupboard, you find a flask of what you determine to be oil of slipperiness. Ooh, oh, I know where this goes. History <laughs> repeating itself. Oil of slipperiness on it. There you uh, go. I mean, does that have to go to the melee fighters? Church tried really hard not to be typecast, but uh... <laughs> but now he hates bird people and has oil. So here we go again. Night of the apartment. And I'm looking around the room thinking, you know, <laughs> actually. You know, if I could just make myself part robot. <laughs> no reason. Uh, oh, um, you also determine that there's a draft coming in from the door to the south. You think it must lead outside. That knocks down the market value. Uh, gotta, gotta get a carpenter in here. <laughs> You start I mean, immediately repairing it. Right. <laughs> like, I gotta, hang on, I'll just shim this real quick. <laughs> roll carpentry again. <laughs> Every roll two a, roll a three Again. <sighs> okay, okay. I'm going to look at this door over here. Okay, you determine that that is locked. Ooh. Ingvar is back out in the, in the scullery again. Ah. 
What you doing oh, out there? I didn't put myself out there. I don't know what happened. You gotta put yourself out there. Sometimes you get. <laughs> <laughs> you really. <laughs> you gotta get in the game. Yes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it looks like rolling twenty-two to unlock the door. Yes, the you did. Lock. Click. Where were you last campaign? <laughs> well, you know, we had a rogue. <laughs> Did you? Went rogue. Yeah. I was like, I'm not unlocking doors. That's, I think what you had is a cheerleader. Yeah. <laughs> we had a rogue like Grimsy Captain. <laughs> you, you had a rogue who spent all our actions helping people. <laughs> right. Oh, wow. You can't do it. Uh, okay, this door clicks open. Nice job. And uh, uh, inside is the larder. They keep everything locked. They do, right? <laughs> <laughs> they my adventurers coming in and stealing everything again. <laughs> over and over and over again. You guys, guys, pay close attention for the sound of rate uh, of keys. We're gonna someone's gonna be walking around here with a big fat keychain. <laughs> the walls of this room were once covered with row upon row of wooden shelving holding boxes of foodstuffs, but most of those supplies have been strewn across the floor. Huh. A few sausages still hang from hooks in the ceiling rafters. And an undisturbed bin of potatoes huh. scooted up against the rear face of the kitchen's brick hearth. Potatoes. <laughs> potatoes. <laughs> Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. stew. Stick them in a larder. <laughs> um, I'm, I want to take a closer look at those potatoes. I don't trust them. Roll potato. <laughs> Roll investigation. <laughs> or... I'm actually proficient in potato. <laughs> you roll potato. Or potato. You take a bite of a potato and determine that that's not how that's supposed to work. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> this potato, no good. <laughs> I, I, I don't get why people like these. They're terrible. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Freaking earth food. <laughs> I don't, I this, don't trust no one will ever eat it. these with fish. No. <laughs> Go All check right, out the well. back door. Is it locked from this side? I don't know. Let me see. That's a good. It better be since they like barricaded everything else. Well, I mean, but it still doesn't make sense to lock from the inside to me. Well, hang on. Oh, man. Hang on. It's gotta be. This this door is never mentioned. When you're <laughs> well, then I open it. it. it literally, it, sh it should be locked. It's locked. It's got to be locked. <laughs> there's a draft coming from it, but other than that, there's no mention. Well, I, I made up the draft because I can oh. see that it leads outside. Okay. Hang on. There's got to be. Like, what mechanism are these locks, like, such that... you? You need a key from the inside or lockpicks, right? But like, interest, interest. They're all key card. Yeah. Like they're, they're smart man. They're, it's like Disney. <laughs> yeah. Grim, we're dragging you over here to unlock another door. Okay, so you you, you determine that this overlooks a, a, a grove, or not a grove, a grotto back here. In the grotto. In the grotto. <laughs> And a mother so a little... <laughs> really funny. which uh, so you can see the pinnacle very clearly. The, the pinnacle is where is it? Yon right pinnacle. There, yeah. You can see a small boat. In fact, let me describe this. The stone peaks of the island rise alongside the walls of the Hermitage to create a sheltered grotto 
in the grotto overlooked by a rampart walkway along the west side of the former fortress, which would be above you, really. Um, a steep path ascends 10... Aha! A steep path ascends 10 feet from a short strand of beach up to an exterior door. That's the door you're at. Um, a boat is pulled halfway up on the beach. It's stern riding low in the water. Uh, perception check to you, Gowron. Perceiving to the tune of seven. Mm, there's something the bobbing in the water, but you can't, you don't really notice. Yeah, I mean, I, I would like to go outside and investigate that uh, that dinghy. The, the boat? That's right. Okay. Uh, it is a large rowboat that could, you, by your estimation, hold up to eight medium humanoids. Um, uh, but it is damaged um, and has holes in it. It looks like it's been smashed with some rocks lately. Oh, right. huh. Ooh, interesting. Um, it is half submerged now and it has several holes. Now that you're there, you see that there is a net out in the um, middle of the grotto there and it is uh, full of corpses. Oh. Looks like. Gentle repose. <laughs> I'm going to need a lot of 10 minutes. You might not have thought I would do a lot with this, but here we I are. I might not have. You keep, throwing, you keep throwing corpses. <laughs> I know what I'm going to do now. Um, that's very interesting. Uh, I mean, corpses of humans or other humanoids? Well, they're flo- they're out bobbing in the water in a fishing net. You would have to go out there to see. I mean, but they're not like dragonoid no they're not dragonoid like dragon dragon you're going out there yes i'm gonna shape water to bring him towards me you gotta get yourself out there (laughs) in the boat the Uh, boat is is not seaworthy i know i know but that's as good of an idea as what he had (laughs) yeah uh, I, I mean, I plan to do the shape water to just kind of As bring you do, this direction. three chules ar- uh, arise out of the water. You know what a chule looks like? It's like I a mean, big, t- scary lobster that with tentacles hanging out of its head. <laughs> it's time for initiative guys. again, my friends. Obstrosity. Guys. What? I'm telling you. Did you say initiative? I did. It's initiative time. I didn't realize, but I have an advantage on initiatives. Why so, is um, that? Uh, some, some class feature. I gotta Could you be more specific, please. Um, <laughs> danger sense. No, not danger sense. What is it? Angel mouse. <laughs> Where is that? I could have sworn I read this. Uh, I don't really care about it that much, so I don't control it. I just read well, it. I'll be happy to give it to you if you can prove you have it. Okay, I'll prove it next time. Okay. But right now, I'm just gonna roll. Uh, oh, I go to net one. I'm oh, apparently taking it. my time lumbering up out of the water. Sorry, that was an 18, not a 20. That should have been plus four. Sorry, 18. Well, okay then. So it looks like it's going to go uh, Grim, then uh, Ingvar doing his best to beat Grim, but failing, um, then uh, Mouse, then Galran, then me. I can't believe a nat 20 lost to Grim. I know. We should make you go first anyway, but nope. <laughs> um, Grim, what do you do? Uh, um, looks like you moved a whole bunch there. Well, I just I, I was all the way up in the door before. Right. That's where you were when initiative started. Oh, okay. So here and then um in the grotto. And this mother cries. Feral instinct, that's what it is. You have initiative you advantage oh advantage on initiative rolls. Also if you're surprised at the beginning of a combat but not in capacity, you can act normally in your first All turn. barbarians at a certain level? Yeah. What level? Uh, it doesn't say. Let me see. I can find that. Seventh level. Seventh level. That's about seventh oh, level. So you just got it. Yep. That's why it was. It's your brand newest uh, uh, ability. All right, Grim, what are you up to? Uh, chucking a javelin at, at the 
one. At the top one? Yeah. Okay, uh, roll hit. I did. Uh, so you did, but you uh, you missed, and it went into the water. All right. Sorry. It bounced off its chitinous hide, mm. and then went to curse Bloosh. Uh, that means we will make it Ingvar's turn. Ingvar, what? Wait, no, no, I I have two attacks. This oh well, then keep attacking. There's a well, twenty-two hit. There's twenty-two will hit. hit. Yeah, that'll get between the plates. Roll, uh, roll damage. Ten. All right. Of course, I'm on the wrong thing for twenty. Ten, you say? Okay. Very good. Now it's Ingvar's turn. Ingvar, what do you do? Uh, I'm gonna try my signature move. So lightning lure the one closest to me. You're making this huge cr- uh, crab with its claws uh, come shooting at you. Uh, oh, wait, I'm, I'm I'm sorry. I real quick, just going back. I was just I thought so for. Uh, it's been ten minutes since. Yeah, it's been ten mm-hmm. minutes since we fought. The, okay, so as my bonus action at the end of my turn, I cast Shield of Faith. Thank you for saying that. I mean, thank you for notifying me. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so DC 14 strength save. All right, these things are pretty big and hefty, but um, uh, but I only managed an 11, so it comes shooting towards you up out of the water. All right, so four plus three because my curse. Yes, that, right. And you curse it. You then hit it. Then you, as a as your reaction in the middle, we allow you to do that. Yeah. Uh, uh, looks like that was a that one. Yeah. Why did you roll the glaive twice? Oh, I did. I must have, must we'll have turned over twice or I accidentally double clicked. We'll it. take the first one. Okay. So it's a 22. Where you to didn't hit crit, crit fail? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that hits yeah, so for six slashing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then push it away 10 feet. Okay. Uh, don't, what about. Oh, I didn't take your lightning damage. I should take uh, seven from lightning. Yes. Right? All right. Hang on. Seven lightning, six slashing. Okay. So 13 total to me. Got it. That's what happens when all your damage rolls are two. And it goes back 10 feet, basically where it was. Yep. Okay, cool. That worked, except you forgot to send it towards Grim. Um, (laughs) uh, All right. Uh, That means it's someone else's turn. John's, I think. Yeah. Yeah. um, Mouse, what do you do? You're up in the doorway. Watching watching enormous lobster things with tentacles hanging out of their mouths, attacking your friends. Are they size large or giant or what? They are size large. Large, okay. Glorious to fight in battle by jumping off yeah, a cliff right onto Yeah, I think I'm going to go them. ahead and, and jump in there and just fight. Oops, let me get let me get this one right next to it. There we go. And I will go into a rage, okay. and I will do my 1d6 first. Where's the d6? Uh, where are you? Hold me out there. Yeah, you take one damage. Cool. <laughs> and I'm going to just start hitting it with my... Uh, my my mall. Okay. I'm guessing that'll hit. Yeah, that's nice. Um, Fifteen damage. And come back on the backhand and hit it again. Seventeen hit. Uh, yes. And fourteen. So that's twenty-nine damage. That's pretty impressive. Uh, I guess I know who it's going to attack. <laughs> uh, but first, it's um Jared's turn. Am I swimming or am I waiting? You are swimming. Okay. He does have a 30-foot swim yeah. speed. Yeah, you're fine. Swimming with the fishes. Um, yeah, so uh, this one here is the one he was attacking. Uh, so Correct. I'll firebolt that one there. Do you going to drop a storm sphere in the middle of these guys? Nah, it doesn't seem worth it. Uh, 23 to hit uh, for hit. seven fire damage. Is that true? Yeah, seven fire damage. Yeah. All right, and other hits. and then afterwards, I will back the heck up there. <laughs> okay. All right, my turn. 
Um, there is one thing in the water with me. Oh. I will make two pincher attacks, and then if I grapple it, I will try to do something else. That looks like a miss. Yes, oh, misses, 11, yeah. but the 24 hits. Yes. I think. Um, okay, so you take 11 bludgeoning damage, and you are grappled. Uh, if you are a large or smaller creature and the tool doesn't have two other creatures grappled. So you are grappled. Yeah. Uh, then uh, I all those tentacles hanging out of my mouth, mm-hmm. those come in, it pulls you uh, in with its pincher and those um, start uh, caressing your face in ways that make you feel very uncomfortable because you must succeed on a DC 13 constitution save okay. or be paralyzed. Plus six. Oh, I got that. Okay, you are not uh, currently paralyzed. Congratulations. However, uh, this one is going to go next to Ingvar. Ingvar, you, if you haven't used your reaction, you can attack that. Yes, I will. Um, oh, no, I already used my reaction as part of my turn. Yes, you did. That's true. So then, actually, two of them are going to come up uh, here and, I guess, both attack you because they can't quite get to anyone else. Um and that other one's grappled, so or that uh, that other one has mouse grappled, so they they won't be attacking mouse. Okay, this this one, the middle one, is uh, now trying to attack Ingvar with a t- twenty-four and a ten. I'm assuming the twenty-four hits. The twenty-four does hit. Uh, you can take um, eleven bludgeoning damage, and you are grappled. Escape DC fourteen, and you must make a DC thirteen con saving throw. Which, which you have also succeeded. The other one is going to fight uh, its friend for you. I also tried. To, <laughs> so he's attacking the other thing. one. No, he's attacking you, but he missed you. Um, Actually, he would have advantage, right? Because you're grappled now. Uh, yeah. So he hits you with the second attack. Take eleven more bludgeoning, but no paralyzation. I mean, hold no on a second. Tentacles. No, no. Uh, a grappled creature speed becomes zero. Can't benefit from bonus. It's also incapacitated. Incapacitated car- car- creatures can't take actions or reactions. Nothing about advantage on attacks. Wait, grappled things are incapacitated? Yeah. Now that they're just strained. Yeah. I so I copy and pasted out of player's handbook. Grapple Gra- and condition ends if the grappler is incapacitated. That's not oh, ends if oh okay. If the grappler is, yeah. Yeah, so. I, I misread that. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so right. I guess I don't get advantage on attack. What does grappling do then? I guess it just does speed becomes zero. zero. Okay. All right. So we're, anyway, we're only we're only five like years in. We're only five years in. What does grappling do? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I played a lot of three five. I know, like all of us were like, yeah. huh? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's... every time. Yeah. <laughs> I know, every time. And I think in every game group, in every time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. I think that's it for my turn. I think it's top of the round, and I think it's Grimm's turn. It is. Uh, so it was, I have a longbow. Remember, we did that whole thing. I, I used the longbow instead of the heavy crossbow because I didn't take the feet. Um, yeah, you do possess oh. that. <laughs> okay. So I shoot the one grappling. Um, mouse. Okay. That does not hit, I'm sure. And then that definitely does not hit, and I probably definitely just hit not. Mouse. Uh, rolled a hit mouse just for fun. Me? No, uh, he's oh. rolling to hit you because he oh, okay. rolled a nat one at something that was holding you oh, as, a, as a meat shield. <laughs> but then I rolled a nat one to hit mouse. <laughs> so <laughs> you broke a bowstring. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, not your best round, Grim. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Uh, that makes it Ingvar's turn. I missed my Sorry. great. Or, you know, re-rolls on ones and twos for damage. Sometime. Yeah, that'd be good. Ingvar, your turn. Um, yeah, I'm going to shocking grasp. Okay. Well. You are grappled. Yeah. 
What's what's the the check again to get ungrappled? Athletics. Fourteen athletics. Yeah. <laughs> no, not one. You'll stay there. That, right. Then that takes your action. Yep. Um, I don't think I have any bonus actions. I can. You know, actually, yeah, no, no bonus action. Okay. Uh, that makes it uh, Mouse's turn. Sorry, it's the only thing to break grapple uh, strength check. There's no other thing. Strength athletics or or dexterity acrobatics. Okay. Or an effect that gets rid of it. That moves right, moves out of right. grappling uh, zone. Okay, so I don't have anything like that. Currently, so I am just... Uh, I don't know if... It, and it, it doesn't look like it's too damaged yet? No. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to try to break out of it then. Athletics plus six. It's 14, you said? That's the DC? Correct. Okay. Uh, dang it. Why? There hey, that looks like it did it. You're, you've used your action to break out of the grapple. Are right. you swimming away or are you staying there? Um, to be re-grappled. Right. Move behind me. Yeah, let me go back for a little bit. There. Well, is that so, attack opportunity there? Yes, and you're you've reached a cliff face, so that once you get to there, it it's counted as climbing. See what I mean? Ah, right. Yeah, no, I get it. Okay, but as you leave, yes, I get an I get one attack of opportunity, um, but it misses. Okay, so you hear the clacking of angry, vicious claws behind you. What's my climbing speed? Uh, your half. half. Yeah, yeah. Half of- yeah, half of your regular. Okay, and I've moved it's half, so I, so I can get things. I can get up there, I think, because I have, I have forty move speed. Yeah, in that case, yes. Yeah, <clears throat> gonna regroup and then get back in there. Although I am down to twenty-eight hit points. Okay. Uh, whose turn is it then? Is it mine? Uh, no, it's uh, no Galron. It's Galron. Um, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, uh, I'd like to cast Phantasmal Force now. Now it is. You'd like to? I would. Here's the Very trick. Much so. Here's the trick with it. It is a super duper long explanation. So, so why would you like to cast that? So here, here's what I'd like to do, as <laughs> as you choose to read or not. Um, I'm casting it against uh, this. Uh, what would you call these things again? Tools. Uh, tool, yeah. So like, so this one has to. Just that one has mm-hmm. to alt. Yeah, just casting it on one. Actually, no. I'll twin the spell and cast it on two. But it, it's what it it has to do is make a DC 15 intelligence save. You may have intuited that intelligence is not their strongest stat. I do believe so. And what I'm going to cause them to think if they fail is that they will believe that a uh, cloud of acid rain is like, you know, hovering right above them that like follows them around. Anyway, and the, so the they the, they should go back in the water. The effect of that, well, I mean, hey, I mean that's up to them. The effect of that is and carry Ingvar with them. Is that they will uh, each round at the very bottom there on on your turn, the phantasm can deal one d six psychic damage to the target if um uh, if it's within if that you know cloud of acid or whatever acid rain uh, is within five feet of them and it can move uh, as much as I want it to. Like I said, it's a very long, you know, worded spell there. Okay. But that's the that's the deal. But am I right in believing that if it's raining acid on them, they would yeah, naturally to. believe that they could get in the water to escape that? That, they, yeah. that once submerged, they would not feel that that affects them anymore? So I'm I'm rolling with it. That was the first thing that popped into Jared's mind. So that's what we're going with. But yeah, yeah. It's the, the, these two, yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, they, there, there is, as far as I can tell, there's no other save 
they're just going to keep believing that that's there. Uh, it's concentration up to a minute on me, my part. It, it says that the target can use its action to examine the phantasm with an intelligence investigation check against the spell save DC. It's an action on their part to do so. Yes, and if they succeed, then they realize it's illusion and the spell ends. Yep. Okay, but I'm also going to say that if they're fully submerged, they don't believe that they would be affected. Yeah, unless it's super acid that goes underwater, but no, that's <laughs> that's whatever. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, right, so, so deal six, 1d6 damage to each of them on your uh, as you cast it. Sure. They, they okay. definitely think that that's happening. So that's going to be three to the one that's on shore and... Um, another a one to the one in the water because you know he's mostly impressive yeah right uh and otherwise gonna continue to back up further like into the blackness i guess <laughs> i think it's the... only one though i when i read it, it no, or, or, yes yes he, he nor... used sorcery points to twin it yeah i twin oh, okay, it to a okay. second target yeah, yeah. So that's the deal yo okay then it's my turn right i believe so yeah okay so then this one that is partially submerged is going to um I think it can move uh, your one size category smaller than it. So I think its movement is halved when it's grappling and moving with you. Right. Okay. I think, but it wants to go pull you in the water. Uh, It's fine. I'll fight it down there. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I shouldn't have gone back. It's fine. It's fine. I think it's going to pull you to there and you're underwater with it. It's fine. So I'm going to put a little marker on it to show that, it's underwater. That's blue, and you're blue too. Dabba dee dabba dee. <laughs> I knew that was coming, and I, I couldn't stop it. Uh, this other one, I guess, is just going to deal with the fact that it thinks acid is raining on it, and it's going to come on up here. Charlie Graham. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, Grim. All right. Uh, 11 and a 25. That 25 looks like it's going to grapple you. Mm-hmm. You take 11 bludgeoning damage, you are grappled. And I need a DC 13 con save from you as I uh, kiss you on the face with my oh, tentacles of paralyzation. Can I get my reaction first before we in, right? Like, yeah, as it moves in, yes. Well, yeah, once it's 10 feet away. 15 hits? No? No. Okay. Almost. And then what was my, you said how much damage? 11? 11, blu- uh, 11 bludgeoning. I think eight. And... Uh, and then roll a DC... DC 13 con save. All right, you did fine. Why'd you roll twice? The first roll was for my attack. Oh, your attack. Uh-huh. Got it. Yeah, for my... All right, so you, you also did not get paralyzed. You guys are doing well at that save. But I am grappled? Uh, correct, you are grappled. Oh, um, and Mike, over on your turn, sorry, it, it is going to pinch or grab you with the other one. Uh, sorry, the other one that, that pulled you underwater, moved halfway with you. Um Tried to grapple you with the other one, but you get another DC 13 um, con save as you get caressed by slimy tentacles. Ingvar. Okay, you make it. Good job. Ooh. You feel a little numb there, though. You don't like that. Uh, for the concentration to throw over my shield, because it's my shield of faith. I still remember I, I said I had to do it as a bonus action earlier. Yeah. Um, so to, do, to remain maintain concentration on that, what do you roll? Is it just it, constitution it, for concentration? Yeah, mm-hmm. constitution for concentration. Gotcha. Okay, my other tool followed Mouse up the cliff and is attacking him. Oh. Unexpected. Man. Okay. This is why they locked. First the one door. hits, second one misses. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, take eleven bludgeoning and a DC thirteen con save. Oh yeah. Um, constitution. Forget it again. So the eleven. That's uh, halved, right? Because it's bludgeoning. Uh, yes, you have resistance to bludgeoning while raging. 
I think I did not do that last round, but okay. I you are, that. in fact, raging, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I said that earlier. I got in. Um, okay. You also succeed on your roll versus uh, paralyzation, which is quite a run of successes. You know, it's five or six attempts and, and no failures. So good job, guys. Um, all of those are a higher DC than the fresco was that stymied your characters. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, okay. My turn. Your turn. Top of the round. Yeah. All right. One to, I'm attacking the one to the south. Yeah, Ooh. presumably. Net 20, baby. Net 20. Nice. You found a weak spot in the uh, in the armor. Well said. A chink in the chitin of the chul. <laughs> the chitins even. Uh, chitin. But. So 12 damage and 12 damage and then... No, it's... I mean, I mean... Total of 18, right? Right. 18 for that one. Yeah. And then second attack, the 16 hit. Uh, it does. For 15. And then... That was actually better than your first one. Oh, no, yeah. almost. And then... Um, and then it's time for a butt attack. Say it. But. You attack with the butt. But, but. Nope. You're like, nope. what? 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 Alrighty. Nice turn. Uh, Ingvar, you're down under... You're submerged. Under the sea. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, is I life go, much better? Downwards better? Tell us. In my experience, usually, but not not at the moment. Um, this guy's okay. like Sebastian's like terrifying <laughs> Cthulhu uncle. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm going to shocking grasp him. Huh. Uh, so that's a 14 to hit. Okay. So that'll do eight plus three since it's a can. 14 trap. to hit does not hit. Oh. And no damage. Um, and I'm going to cast spiritual weapon at second level as a bonus action. All right. So that's one uh, d eight plus my spell casting modifier, uh, which is and that sticks around, right? Yes. I remember that. That is cleric. So that's mm-hmm. plus four. So I'm just going to roll it here since it's I'm not going to cast a spell over again. There we go. Roll d eight plus four. Nice. I've damaged my spiritual weapon. By the way, looks like a trident, even though it mm. does the same amount of damage. Lightning trident. Uh, yeah, that's my turn. Okay. Oh, sorry. Okay, I just feel I was, I was rolling my um my mall wrong. It's supposed to be plus seven, not plus six. But whatever. Good to know. Yeah. So I'm just gonna um, maul it. You are currently grappled. You know. Yeah, that's fine. Sure. <laughs> um. So I hit that. Uh, yes. Twelve. I hit it again. Um, yeah, I'm guessing ten. So that's twenty-two damage, and I'm gonna dink it with my one d six. Do you wanna? Yes, I, I want to see if I. <laughs> I want to see if I. Uh, it's a. It's, it's dex, dex right? thirteen. Yeah. yeah. Ha ha! I only take one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anything else on your turn? That's all I can do. Great. Uh, over to you, Galron. Yeah, so uh, I'll just do a uh, firebolt to the one to the south. The one fighting Grim? Uh, yeah, correct. And that's going to be a 22 to hit for seven fire damage. But wait, is there, are there any ones in there? No, dang it. Okay, yeah, so that's uh, seven fire damage and the uh, invisible you know, or psychic uh, stuff still going on is going to do... Oh, right, uh-huh. A, another four damage to it. So that's a total of 11 for that. And then the uh, acid cloud is not affecting the one in the water at the moment, but still right, there. Right. It, it still uh, sees, you know, 
uh, yeah. acid above it. Precisely. Uh, right. That's um, the deal. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's it for me. All right, my turn. Um, Grim, do I have you grappled? You do. Okay, so then I... Uh, it could leave. use its intelligence to inspect the... You know. It could. <laughs> uh, so I, uh, I'm unable to do more damage to you with my claws. Um, but you must make another DC 13 con save. Whew. Over on mouse, I... Oh, okay. Nice, a nice save. You made it. Over on mouse, I have now grabbed you with both my pinchers uh, for another um, 21 points of bludgeoning damage. Or sorry, 22 points. So halved is 11 points of bludgeoning damage to you. Okay. And you must make a DC 13 con save. Okay. Yeah. Nice save. You made it. Yep. Good job. Extending the... Uh, seven in a row. Seven is, in a row, yeah. That is uh, unlikely. Uh, okay. Um, and then the one in the water with Ingvar, same deal. Uh, here are some claws. Uh, looks like at least one of those will hit you for 11 points of damage, and you will get a uh, con save. Nice job. Made it. Yep. All right. Okay. Uh, that's my turn. Top of the round. All right. Grim. Nice hit. You're getting pretty good at stabbing this thing. Eight damage. Oh, wait. Does does 16 hit? Yes, it does. Okay. So then eight damage. Okay. Oh, wait. Yeah. The... No, the second one didn't. Sorry, I was never checking. Mind. I was checking on something else. So yeah, never mind. I, I ruled so, a. All right. So t- total uh, damage just, to me that round was eight uh, plus eight. Looks like. Uh, right. Yeah. So sixteen. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, it's starting to look um, a little more damaged, which is good for you, um, but it's not down yet. You'll be in the hole soon. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, Ingvar, how are things underwater? Uh, just peachy. Thanks for asking. They're going uh, swimmingly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to try the same box. thing again. Uh, shocking grasp to from me. That did that did work this time. <sighs> Man, I keep rolling average of two. Okay, so but four that qualifies three, it seven. to curse it. Yes, it's a cantrip, right? That's how so, that works. Remember when you? Yeah, yeah. So so seven lightning damage there. No, I don't think you get it immediately. You you read through your thing again. You curse it until the end of your next round, and until the end of your next turn. And from now until then, not now, because you just did it, you you then... Subsequent trigger, spells. Trigger, right, you can trigger the curse through the end of your next round. Okay. Um, okay, so four lightning. It would then. be simpler if it, you just added three, but you don't. Okay. Um, and then my spiritual weapon is going to attack. That's a 17 to hit. That hits. So it'll do... Hey, sound excited. Uh, seven force damage. Woohoo! Okay, you said seven force damage. Okay, alrighty, uh, that uh, that looks pretty good. Uh, over to you, mouse. Um, yeah, there's not much I can do. I don't want to get ungrappled, so I'm just going to hit it some more. I'm going to try. That seems to be what everyone's doing. <laughs> like, oh, I'm grappled. That's nice. <laughs> Everyone else is grappled except uh, Jared. That's right. I'm staying away from that <laughs> nonsense. Twelve. I don't know. Everyone seems to succeed on the paralyzation roll. Twelve <laughs> oh, misses. Uh, yeah, okay. So it's hit once. For 12, looks like. Yeah, um, and I'll think it... Ooh, three damage coming at you. Plus you mm, make it. Well, we'll see about that. Yes, I'll uh, take all three. <laughs> like it. Oh, yeah, right. What um, what, how's, how's this guy looking? Uh, he's pretty ugly. <laughs> he's looking okay, though. He's, he's yep. hitting him hard. Yes, you've been hitting him, but he has by far the most hit points of the three. Cool. I'm glad I have him. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm a barbarian. I'm to that. That's the guy that I'm supposed to be getting. Yeah. 
Uh, okay. Uh, I think that makes it Gowern's turn. I think you're right. So uh, I think I'm going to cast another Firebolt to the south there. Um, that's going to be a 16 to hit for 8 fire damage. That'll and hit. that is, uh, let's see, going to be another uh, D6 psychic. Woo! Six uh, acidy psychic y damage to that uh, one engaged with Grim. It'll be awesome if that's uh, what the killing blow is. And uh, and then uh, once again, nothing to the one in the in the pool there in the kitty right. pond. So there you go. That's my, that's my turn. Okay, uh, on my turn, uh, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna drag Galron another fifteen feet. Grim. Or sorry, or uh, Ingvar. Ingvar. I should have been doing every turn <laughs> to just drag him out to sea. Uh, well, I've got him grappled. Uh, that's, and that's then what I'm I would also, do. Yeah, I'm gonna drag Mouse down too. And I'm going to drag Grim down to. <laughs> oh, whew. It makes me feel a little bit better. They're farther away, but. <laughs> uh, and then here come the, the hits. Ready? Uh, versus Mouse. Two hits, 22 damage, bludgeoning. You knocked Ooh. out yet? 11. With I your... am, yeah, that's, I'm I, right at 11. So, yeah, that's, I'm done. You're not grappled anymore. <laughs> yeah, the good news is. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you are underwater, which you breathe, right? Yes, I do. Or you will be underwater. Um, okay. Versus Grim. <coughs> yeah. Not Looks like any. one hit. You can take 11 bludgeoning and a DC 13 con save. And Ingvar, one hit for 11. Ooh, two failures. Okay. So, uh, here's where we're at. Mouse is down to zero and the other two people besides Galron just became paralyzed. You can you can repeat the saving throw at the end of each returns, but until then you're paralyzed, which means you can't do much. Um, which means you need uh, you need a little help. A healer, yeah. perchance. Well, you <laughs> of need sorts. You need something to happen, right? Um, the these guys are just barely looks like too much for where we're about to head with this. Um, so uh, Let's say, <clears throat> uh, let's do this. Is the paralysis, I mean, how long does it last? It, well, so here's what it says. One creature grappled by the tool must succeed on a DC 13 con save or be poisoned for one minute. Until this poison ends, the target is paralyzed. The target can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of its turns, ending the effect on itself on a success. So I guess once they've got you paralyzed and your buddy down, they're, they're just going to... Um, kind of put you in the net with all the corpses, right? Now, Grim, do you breathe water? With the manta right? ray cloak the, thing? Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. The the mariner's plate. And the mariner's oh. plate doesn't grant you water. Oh, the way we did it, it does, right? Yeah. Okay, Mouse, you breathe water, right? Yeah, I do. Ingvar, you breathe water? But I'm actually out. Yeah, I do. Like, I'm not just paralyzed, I'm out. That's true. You have to make death saves. Right. Um, but uh, what I'm getting at is... Well, go ahead and, and let's make go ahead and make some death saves. Okay. Make go ahead and do all three. This is straight uh, D twenty, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Success and again. Yeah. yeah. Just keep oh. do, keep doing it until you have what is it? Three successes three? and three okay, failures. So one one. Or you're rolling at twenty or not one. One two. Uh oh. No. Oh yeah. Right. Two and so two. Two and two. There we go. And here's the roll. Oh no. Okay. Oh, no. So mouse would die. <gasps> Right. Gentle repose. <laughs> <laughs> Mouse, is, Mouse is not dead, but he, but just so you know, he is 
uh, he's gonna he's gonna wake up with a heck of a headache. Right. Um, so let's see. Yaron, what do you do after all your friends are dragged out to sea and never and never resurface? Yeah, that's sort of uh, like exactly what I'm looking into here. Mm. Um, so. Um, you know, I feel like now would be exactly the time to bring out the big guns, as it were. Storm uh-huh. Sphere, as much as... Uh, um, so let me go ahead and just display it first. Yeah. So it's the it's the fourth level spot. Uh, okay. Boom, big storm. It does seem a little dicey to do, uh, you know, since all my friends are in the water and here comes the lightning. But, no, you know... W- lightning works in 5e where you yeah, can target r- it. Right, right, right. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, in this case, it's definitely like targeting them. But, so bear with me as I haven't totally got a grasp on all my spells here but let me okay mm-hmm. so big lightning storm each creature that's uh you know during the duration all right tell me where you center that assuming these trolls stay where they are well so uh, sh- sure so it's a 20 foot radius sphere so mm-hmm. uh go ahead and draw yeah, that yeah let's let's do that can our way to okay um okay so if the, yeah so if that's the center right there so five you can, ten you can 15, do a draw 20, shape Right. Yeah, I couldn't figure out how to make that be oh, alt for something like that ish. Okay. Is is that? That's twenty. Uh, that's yeah. That's twenty feet radius. Sure, sure. Okay, so if if it's there, the sphere remains for the duration. Each creature in the sphere, when it appears, and uh, okay, strength saving throw DC fifteen. So let's have them do that, uh, or take some bludgeoning damage as it's like buffeting them about. Uh, uh, so that, one that looks failed. like a. That looks what? like a twenty-foot diameter, not a twenty-foot radius that you've drawn. Sure, but there's a way that I would be able to get two of them in there. I presume. Yeah. Yeah. Um, easily. Yeah. Yep. Um, so uh, okay, and then until the spell ends, bonus action on each subsequent turn to zap things with lightning within sixty feet of the center. So those two are like in the storm, getting bludgeoning mm-hmm. damage, but the mm-hmm. extra lightning bits, bits and bobs are zapping all three of them over and over again right and collectively over the course of x turns as long as they don't climb up there and get me leaving their paralyzed targets in the net you should be able to get all three yeah that would be the right yeah i mean statically in this exact round with this setup yes and so they either right okay so the one that has grim paralyzed and under the water has 16 hit points left so Hit that one with your first 46. Okay, so 4d6 coming up on the, that one, right? Yeah. So that's 16. That's Boom. exactly the right number to kill it. So that, that one, that one okay. is dead. And Graham is still paralyzed, but he'll wake up pretty soon, right? A little waterlogged. Yeah. Uh, the one uh, that's... And then, uh, actually, let's say oh. it, it's been most of a minute while Galron decided to do this. Um, <laughs> and, right. I mean, and nobody, nobody moved there. weren't feeding on you. They just were like, oh, "Okay, I've got these guys where I want them. Where I'm going to put them in my net, and we're going to eat them later." Right? Um, then, so Grim, you're up. Let's say at whatever hit points you were at. Uh, you're not in the storm sphere, but you can go attack the other one. Let's pick up combat from here. Um, Grim, it's your turn. All right. Uh, you're, ne- you're next to the one that has Mouse, uh, possibly dead in its arms. Right. Twenty-five to hit. Hi! I just died in you. Oh, sorry. Um, uh, yeah, that'll hit 16 damage to that one. Nice. Oh, next 20. I or like it. 19 or 13. Then is it 15 hit? I, uh, no. Okay. 
right, so 13 damage, or whatever that was. 10 plus 3, so 13, and so 29 damage total. Right. Okay. Um, all right, that one's still up. Uh, then it's Galron's turn. Take your turn, Galron. Yeah, you so... Whatever you do. Yeah, yeah it, it's actually... I have to make an attack roll, uh, so I have a plus 7 on that, to actually do the... To do the lightning? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and that's the one to, that's getting uh, mouse or whatever. Um, so that's uh, an 11 to hit uh, oh, the one is... with mouse, but that's a miss. Um, but it's still in there, so it gets two I mean, six. The way you redrew it, it, neither one is in. I mean, it's also a sphere. I mean, I, mean, I don't know. Uh, that's where it is. There you go. Yeah. Um, uh, sorry, that's 1d6 for 5, and then the second d6 is 3. So 8 bludgeoning as it's being buffeted about. Okay. All right, that one's looking pretty ragged. Um, so it's uh, gonna... sorry that that was the bonus action on my turn because it's just the ongoing, and then yeah. it's going to be the uh, firebolt for my uh, regular. Uh, oh, action. the bonus action is both the lightning and the buffeting. Yeah, the, so, the so so as a form... buffeting's happening as an area effect anyway. Yep, lightning is bonus, and now you have your your regular round. Got it. Yep, that is what's going on. So firebolt to the one with mouse is a nat one. That will fail. Yep, that is my turn. Okay, on its turn. It wishes to disengage, granting Grim a an opportunity attack. Grim, go, go, go. Get it. And Grim will kill it. Oh, we're having lobster tonight. Yeah, I wouldn't eat these things. We're not um, having lobster. Well, I mean, we could have lobster, but not this thing. I mean, it was just a right, statement. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> a general just, celebration statement. Just, just in the hole. One middle. in the hole. Uh, the other one gets so angry that it, it swims up to try to attack Grim, uh, thereby... Um, at the Reacting. end of its turn. Yeah, thereby possibly buffeting itself. Oh, no, I... My reaction was when it moved, when I got the opportunity attack. Right, you already got that, the yeah. other one, yeah. Uh, so it um, had a 14 on its strength DC save, so does it take buffeting or not? Uh, DC 15, so yes, it takes the 2D6. Uh, just keep the ones from above, I guess, right? Oh, um, nine, eight, nine. was it? Five in this case, but... Oops. That's five. Uh, and then it is attacking Grim because it wants to eat him. It will hit you, Grim, for another 11 bludgeoning. You still up? Yep. Okay. Uh, I hate to say this. Make a DC 13 con save. Actually, wait. Uh, once you've been... Uh, no no mention of being immune. Sorry. What's happening to Ingvar? Uh, he is... Uh, so you, you're getting pretty numb. What I'm going to say, Mike, is that that reduces your number of attacks down to one. Does that, does that sound okay? Yeah, oh, so if, if it succeeds on its attack, I'm immediately grappled? You're immediately grappled anyway, yes. Okay. Um, and then it... Oh, it, because I'm lo- smaller, right? It's because it's poisoning no, you. you're immediately yes. grappled because that's what it says in, in, in the description of its pincher attack. Yeah, it's it's pinchering you, so you're grappled, and it's poison pinchers, so right, yeah. it's poisoning you. No, it's, it's not face. poison pinchers, it's, it's the tentacles from the face. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. Yeah, I, I, just, I, I was just double-checking on the grappling. But yeah. rather than paralyze you because that's lame and boring... What I'm doing instead is knocking your attacks down to one so that you can continue to fight. Okay. Okay. Uh, Ingvar, uh, you were just paralyzed, right? Uh, Yeah. You're feeling much better. Okay. However, if you you surface there, you will be in the storm sphere. Just so you know. Yeah, I don't want to do that. You may wish to Um, swim a little. Swim under it. Or to the west. (laughs) I don't know if it's deep enough for you to swim under. Um, Swim west. It's deep enough for you to be under. So, at present... Uh, so we're out of order, but uh, but uh, Ingvar should have had a turn when Grim had a turn. So Ingvar, take your turn, and then we'll start top of the round. 
Okay, I can move to there, I believe, with my 30 feet. Yes, you can. Um, and then... You want to heal me. Oh, wait. <laughs> I'm actually dead. To, uh, um, you're going to... You're right. You're, you're yeah. semi-dead. Right. Most um, dead. <laughs> mostly dead, yeah. Um, I will... I am going to toll the dead with this nice. guy. Okay. Um, let me double check what that does because the damage on the soundling is right. So it's a... It's a D12. It's ne- a whistle. Yeah. Uh, it's actually two because I'm uh, seventh level. So... Um, right. So you need to make a DC 15 wisdom save. Okay. I failed. Uh, 21 necrotic damage. That is exactly the amount of hits it has left. <laughs> you guys have, unlike the last four creatures you've killed, you've hit the number exactly. Oh, wow. Okay. <sighs> now you have three dead chuls and one very not quite alive mouse. <laughs> Interesting. Um, what do you do with, with your very not quite alive mouse? Let's let's go up on the banks and take a short rest, and then I can also drop another prayer of healing. You're really going to short rest right there, not in the kitchen where you can barricade yourself. Uh, that's what I meant. Was <laughs> in the kitchen. I'm a good leader. Yeah, yeah, I would say lock yourselves in the kitchen. You too, Galra. I'm getting there. <laughs> You're drawing on yourself. I hate that. <laughs> yep. That all the time. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to click on stuff uh, okay. I, presu- I presume this is like a wall then? it is a wall okay uh-huh. sorry did i uh, i thought well I it's just like just i stuff. couldn't tell of precisely what was going on is all with that there okay cool cool okay so anyone who wants to roll hit dice go ahead and do that and then i'm going to cast prayer killing as well so you all get 15 points from that um what that is going to do for you mouse is yeah. allow you um the chance to Re- redo um, your death saves at advantage. Okay. But it will not grant you any healing. All right. He's going to have to take care of you another way. Oops, or someone dang is. Dang it. Dang it. <laughs> oh. Nope. Miss. Yeah, that's a miss. <laughs> if you, yeah, if you oh, determinately fail that's at these. That's two successes. That's two successes, yeah. Okay, so. And success. Okay. Okay. The mouse comes to, comes to with quite a headache. Yeah. And for a while, he can't feel his legs. Understandable. And he is at one hit point. What do you do? Well, um, you have healing potions. Yeah, I was going to say. It's 2d4. 2d4 plus, plus two. two. I mean, I still, I'll go ahead and take him. 2d4 plus uh, two. And if we're taking a short rest, you can roll hit dice. No, he can't because oh, he can't. because of the situation he was in. I see. Okay. I can give you 15 points for laying on of hands. Okay, if you want. That'd be great. Oh, 45. So I'm going to say... I'm going to take both, so it's 44 plus 4, right? Yep. Okay. Why did you say, can any can anybody else roll hit dice, or just... Yeah, the, other, the rest of you get access to a short rest. Okay, so I'm at 15 Eight. so far, unless, yeah, you're giving me... A, additional so. healing, that is, right? Yes. Because you had one before. Right, so I'm at 16, thank you. And then uh, I think I heard Grim say he gave you 15 uh, from the lay on hands, unless that's not valid. Yeah. Yeah. So you that would put you up to thirty one. Thirty one. Okay. Great. Yeah. Um, afterwards, I mean, I, I I'd like to go back out and now that the tool are dead, right? Like, see if there's anything with like the, you know, the bodies in the net or whatever that, you know, go investigate that. You know. Okay. Um. After. So. Um. Right. So it looks like um the something gathered these corpses into a large fishing net and weighted the net with rocks and dumped it in the water. 
and that probably was enough to attract the chul as scavengers. Uh-huh. You don't think it was? The, you don't think it was the chul that put them in the net? That makes a lot of sense. Uh, the corpse. There are thirteen corpses, mostly humans and half elves, and one dwarf. All sh- show signs of vicious stabbing and slashing wounds, broken bones, and blunt trauma. Um, that you estimate the bodies have been dead for about a day or two and submerged since dawn today. Holy mackerel, guys! I don't like this place. <laughs> Does the you said there was one dwarf? Yeah, there is a dwarf. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Does it look like? Uh... That's a good point. We probably... I mean, it's hard to tell. This guy's been through, you know, a violent death and then being submerged all day. But but uh, what do you want? And, and make a investigation. I guess. What skill should one call for in that situation? Recognize corpse roll. The <laughs> the D twenty plus. See what it is in the first place. Roll. <laughs> Just roll. Yeah. Um, happy to do so. I rolled the d20. No, it was or, Mike. Oh, yeah, that's that. right. Because I only roll threes. <laughs> so does he. <laughs> you can't tell for sure if it was that dwarf. Okay. You think it might be. Who knows? Cool, 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 cool. Only dwarf we've seen so far. <laughs> 100% of dwarves on island so far, yes. <laughs> or near enough to the island. Okay. Um, yeah. So by this time, it's what? Four in the afternoon, maybe? Late afternoon? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, go back in the larder, one of you. Mouse, go back in the larder. You're you're hung, You're feeling peckish, and you want to go here? eat those sausages. Yeah, there are sausages up there. Are so there after, after you devour the sausages and cook some potatoes, right. um, I need you to make a perception roll. All right. And I need you to succeed. That's plus five, so there's a decent chance. Those are famous last words if I ever heard them. Yeah. Oh, plus five, not plus four. Yeah, nice. Anyway. Either way, it's a nat 20. Yeah. So Nice. You're lo- you notice immediately that the back of the hearth um, is false. Mm. Or can be moved to the side. We found a secret right here, right? door to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the back slats of the potato bin are built in the brick of the hearth's rear face. These slats can be removed to reveal a hollow behind the kitchen fireplace. Do-do-do-do-do. Mm-hmm. Where a ladder leads ladder. down. Down. Hmm. Down. Okay. Guys, there's a ladder over here. Uh, I was hoping you'd head down without Tony on. <laughs> and then replace the door behind you. <laughs> <laughs> Mouse has left the house. You hear Mouse calling you from the other room, apparently. Is it his rage voice? <laughs> no. Hey, guys. <laughs> guys, come on. <laughs> uh, so we- ladder. That's that's neat. I, we, let's put. A, I feel like we should put a pin in that and explore the rest of this building personally. Uh, no, no, no. Because the the kitchen was barricaded from the inside, and the larder was locked from the inside. And then you found uh, a secret door. So the one survivor is going to be down there. Sure. Go. What does Ingvar want? Yeah, let's go. Uh, Ingvar wants to not be underwater anymore. But uh, so let's go down. <laughs> right, guys, this is where the dragon horde is. <laughs> I, trust me, I've been through this uh, experience before. I know. What can be? What's just, the worst thing that can be down there? Just don't look at frescoes. <laughs> oh. a, a rickety ladder leads down. Wait, who's going first? Mouse. Mouse. Yeah, I'll go first. Yeah. It's especially rickety because he's eight feet tall, <laughs> right? And like four hundred pounds. But he's closer to seven, actually. He's a small, pounds? He's smaller. <laughs> <Go> <laughs> what? Uh, a rickety ladder leads down from the larder into. A musty subterranean chamber enclosed by rough masonry walls. Three trembling figures are huddled against the far wall, sharing the chamber with the dusty, deteriorated remains of an armored corpse. The body's sightless eye sockets stare up blankly, and a small, 
silver disc is clutched in one of its skeletal hands. A horizontal crevice between two blocks in the south wall glows with faint uh, daylight marking a narrow opening that leads to outside the fortress. Hmm. So fortress? Well. That might be a slight exaggeration. I mean, real estate. Fortress. Huh? <laughs> Monastery. It's more like a fortress. Okay, so what do you do? There's three people down there. Or four if you count the dead guy. Let's go back up. <laughs> Talk to them. So gentle repose. Come on. <laughs> I mean, this guy's been dead for like I, years. I didn't think I had to say it, but <laughs> wait there, huddled masses. I gotta touch this dead thing real quick. Just gotta take minutes. ten minutes to touch ten it. Minutes. Ten <laughs> minutes. Just you sit there and watch. Decaying for a year, but you'll notice for the next ten days he won't. <laughs> the rest of us will speak with the living. <laughs> say, uh, if you're not citizens. One of the people is Dinora Stormswake, human female Nora. of Valkor. She seems delighted to see you, actually. Yes, I go, I go up and, and embrace her and calm her down. And the other two look pretty ill, actually. Uh, one, um, is a, one is a dwarf and the other is a human. Um, I can... Cure them unless uh, Grim wants to lay on hands. You have cure disease, do you? I've already done that. Oh, cured. I don't have cure disease. I have cure wounds. Yeah, these guys are suffering from a disease that has caused blue barnacle like growths all over their face and black and, and back. Gross. They went to Davy Jones' locker, clearly. So there's, you know, yeah. no hope for them. Yeah, they, they tell you a terrible tale of woe. Would you like to hear it? Yes. Mm. Yeah. Mm. TLDR. <laughs> <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Attack. Blah, blah, blah. Monster. Blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Yeah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Uh, thank you for helping us. Overrun by undead. The undead disappeared at dawn. They fear they will return tonight to finish. Not the all of them. Undead. Why not repose all, all this corpses in the net. Because <laughs> oh. at least one of them's been reposed. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> For 10 days, we're safe okay. from these ones. Here's what they say, basically. Yeah. Um, hang on. This here. Uh, <sighs> they are desperate to escape the island, of course. Of course. Um, and uh, Janora asks if you've seen Aaron. Go on. Uh, Aaron. Yes. He... Uh, he fled, uh, he was with us, and then he left um, this morning to try to get help, and he was going to ring the bell, but he never returned. I have not seen him. Uh, we oh, did hear a bell at one point, but uh, it didn't ring for very long. Wait, was the bell coming from this uh, tower over here? Yes, probably. The top of it. Huh. Green ooze? Yeah, well, perchance was Aaron a green slime. No, you you explored the first floor of a taller tower. There were no stairs up within the tower, but you only explored the first floor. There are several floors of tower above that. Okay. Which are not necessarily green slime infected. But they're Aaron, not necessarily not green slime infected. But, <laughs> but, but Aaron nice himself save. is not a green slime. Guys. No, correct. <laughs> then, he is a human. In which case, we might have seen Aaron, but you know, not the case. No, but I, I, I am pretty serious about the uh, let's go get the uh, <laughs> the uh, 
dudes, the, the corpses in the net, and do gentle repose on them. On uh, all of them? On yeah, I mean, like, I mean, it would. You said there's thirteen or fourteen or whatever. You're gonna drag them all down here into the cellar? I mean, no, I'll uh, you know go out here and um, uh, shape water to just bring them over to the uh, um, the, the the edge there. That that boat that we saw would it be big enough to carry? Is Samuel's smashed up one? The smashed yeah. up one. Yeah. So if someone were to fix it up with carpentry, with carpentry, carpentry go on. Go on. Yes. Would, would it be big enough to hold the seven of us? Guys, of us being it, sounds, it sounds eight. like the. It sounds like the only person you really need is Galrod to do all the things. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard all I, the I, gentle I, reposing in carpentry. The uh... that's uh, that's apparently what this adventure is about. I mean, I'll go up here. I'll take the doors. Much off. unbeknownst to its writers. <laughs> I'll take the doors off and I'll fix the. the, 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 the yeah, we, we won't need doors when a horde of undead attacks. <laughs> uh, what are the inside doors? Okay, no, uh, so as he's literally taking more than two hours. Two, yeah, two hours. Yeah, two, to, two, to oh, read two last rites. Gosh. Corpse on the shore there. What are the rest of you doing as the sun begins to descend? And oh, Janora no. says they're probably coming again tonight. Uh, let's let's lock those doors again, I guess. Well, let's go upstairs and stay in the top of the tower where we can't get out. We we want to we want to make sure that any bad guys that do get to us are going through a bottleneck so we can fight them one at a time. Well, the cellar is one possible way to do that. Although I guess they could just slide down the ladder. Um, or the larder itself with the sausages. You know. Yeah. Yeah, so we, we could we could go back. No and... escape. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess they're both with no escape, right? The assassin put them in can... with the slime. Come up here to this room, the the, the tower. Yeah. I mean, also no escape from there. Whatever. Do you want to do a more exploring? Should we? Uh, it is midnight. Should we throw you guys in the um, in the cellar and uh, describe a, a harrowing night of undead attacking uh, while you shiver in the in the cellar. And then let you explore the rest tomorrow, aka next session. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I'm down for that. Where would the zombies be coming from? The sea, she says. The sea. Came from the sea. I'm so glad I'm doing what I'm doing. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> yeah. So here's. Uh, let me Just give you saying. a better a better description of what she says. Hang on. Let me. I, th- I thought that it had it written out for me somewhere, but it doesn't really. Does she know about the what was that that flying thing called? Rasp? Rasp. Yeah. Did she know about that? She knows it's haunted the island for a while. Okay. Um, Not anymore. <laughs> you called it a periton? Periton? It is a periton, yeah. Peloton. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, it's, it's an <laughs> exercise it bike. comes with zombie rasp. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, right. So she says... Uh, dang, where's this written? I swear it was written out for me somewhere. Maybe it's under speaking with dead in the grotto. In the grotto. Baby in the grotto. So, she, okay. So, Janora says she came to this place because she had a dream from Valkyr in the first place. That, um, she, and she saw in vision this guy, this dead guy here, that, who used to be the chaplain here on the island. She doesn't know what his name was, but she's seen him in a dream. And in the dream, he saw um, a, a terrible storm sinking a ship that was coming to attack the island. And that was some years ago. This guy's been dead for a while. But once I arrived here, uh, 
over the course of the winter, I decided to try to find where his remains were because I kept seeing him in a dream, she says. And I eventually, uh, yesterday, last night, sorry, uh, I found this cellar and I had just called uh, or, oh wait, this is written somewhere. Hang on, let me find this. Definitely somewhere. Okay, here it is. She relates that she was reading in the library when a sudden premonition of danger came to her from her god, Valkyr. She heard whispers in her mind that led her to this place in the cellar, and her intuition told her that the skeleton found here was the remains of the fellow priest of Valkyr that she had dreamed about. Uh, acting quickly, she found Aaron in the kitchen and grabbed him just as he heard the dormitory door splintering. Morley and Barrett staggered into the larder soon after, wounded and in need of help. Um, Janora says she dragged them inside and was about to seal the entrance when the larder door banged open. I saw a corpse dripping wet, shriveled and discolored as if by long immersion in the sea. It stalked into the room and began to search, so I sealed the door. Miraculously, it missed our hiding place, though it kept scrabbling at the, at the floor as if it could sense us below. But as the first glow of dawn showed at the cleft in the wall there, it suddenly fled. Uh, that was so last night? That was last night, yeah. By peering through the crevice to the south, the survivors witnessed the undead gathering the slain residents into nets, the monsters walked back into the sea, dragging several of the nets behind them. More than a dozen corpses remained to be salvaged from the grotto, waiting for the undead to return. At dawn, Aaron went up to search for survivors. Uh, finding none, he remained outside to keep watch for passing ships and planned on ringing the bell to draw their attention. In the meantime, he tried to fortify the place as well he, as he could. That was, uh, and so they're, they're convinced that the undead will be back, uh, possibly as soon as tonight. Does she know anything about the bricked off room? towards the front of the building. Yes, uh, she says that's our uh, midden, our garbage pit. Uh, we bricked off that room and we use it as um, a disposal pit. There's rats in there, she says. Oh, fun, hmm. neat. What, what, what's that uh, silver disc that that person was holding? It's his holy symbol of Valkyr. Okay. Do you want to take that? Uh, I mean, Clark. both, yeah, both I you and- You're muted, Mike. Both. He's also wearing a plus one breastplate, turns out. If any of you wants magical armor, that's uh, of a, of a type of medium armor. That, uh, breastplate, yeah, I think so. It's probably not better AC than you have, but cool, cool. anyway, put it in the hole. <laughs> put put it put the, <laughs> put his whole corpse in the hole next to. No, the just dead. at least the armor. Okay. Uh, yeah, if I lose my cloak, that's that'll be bad. Like that green slime would have done it if I had gotten in that green slime. Mm. Okay. Okay, so we're pausing here with you guys uh, huddling in a hole overnight while the undead assault the island again. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, so wait, we didn't go check to see if Aaron and somebody was ringing the bell, right? When we were well, right. We were so there, you, yeah. So there's two hours where you can. So she relates some of this. Then Galron goes out to pray over every dead corpse, and presumably he feels he, that it's important. Yeah, he wants some help dragging them once they're prayed over. Uh, uh, you still probably don't want to leave them out on the shore for the things to carry back into the sea, right? Yeah, true. So you're maybe carrying them into the green slime room one at a time? Yeah, that's, so may, that's it. Maybe Mouse or, or Grim or somebody is helping him with that. Um, but the others of you can do a little more exploring if you want. But uh, time being what it is, um, we can give you the guided tour from Janora if you want. Yeah. 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 Sure. I, yeah. I, so I, th I think Ingvar wants to get that holy symbol as a fellow cleric of Valkar. You have it. Throw in the hole. No. no. <laughs> okay, she shows you down here where um, the like the hermit cells are. 
um, and that there's a back door there. There's some rats scurrying around in there. Um, she shows you the rest of the courtyard out here. Uh, here we have room nine, which is a library okay. uh, with several books dealing with the worship of the sea god of Velker, uh, dating back to the original garrison, but some are later uh, acquisitions brought by the hermits dealing with common philosophical quandaries and passive contemplation of nature. Uh, we'll get to that. Um, she shows you the dining room, which is kind of messed up, a broken table. Ooh, we could use that for matching um, up the boat. That's right. She shows you, actually, you can't get into that room from where you are. Um, all right, so uh, I'm going to take you upstairs briefly. Oh, yeah, that's right, upstairs. Yeah, there's an upstairs. I'm going to ask if I can take some of these spices that are in the kitchen. That's right. That's your thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hang on a sec. Move players to Hermitage second floor. Okay. Hermitage second floor. Uh, I think that, uh, that's all revealed, right? Black box. Oh, man. Stupid, stupid settings. Settings every time. Blah, blah, blah. Page settings. Turn off dynamic lighting. Now, can you see it? See the whole thing. Yep. Wow. Ew, neat. Why, why do you suck? Roll 20. Cool okay. Map. Yeah. So the, you see the upper level of the battlements there. You see uh, uh, over... Oh, for the love, I don't have my pointer on. Uh, you see the second level of the tower, which does have stairs leading up. Not it. This hallway here is exposed. There's no roof on it. Um, and so there's battlements uh, kind of here. And here, um, there's a scriptorium in here, but when you open the door to that, you find several giant coral snakes, so you close the door and you don't fight those right now. Uh, over here is the prior's quarters. Over here is kind of another defensive battlement, which is covered, um, but which has arrow slits at the front. Uh, here um, is a balcony that is open to the dining room below. Here's another defensive tower with a, a door here going to some stairs that go down to the courtyard. But there's also here a hole leading down into the distillery uh, on the first floor. Mm -hmm. And then from this defensive room here, there's a hole here into an abandoned uh, guard room on the first floor. And the other hole over here, which is into the stinky uh, poop and rats. Any questions there? No, seems pretty straightforward. So then the idea is uh, for next time that you we're going to um, get, we're going to give you guys a long rest because you need it. Uh, yeah. And during which um, there's a terrifying attack by undead, but they don't find your hiding place. Right. Um, and you're not able to do very much against them either without, because you don't want to reveal your hiding place. Uh, but then tomorrow, the following day, which is next game, you can, uh, either finish exploring uh, other things that you, or fight the coral snakes if you really want to. Um, but then presumably you're going to try to fortify the place uh, against further, against another attack and or try to solve the mystery of why this is happening, right? Sounds like a plan. Everybody on board for that as an adventure. Or you can say, screw this place. We're getting on the boat uh, when the dwarves come back and you flee. I think we absolutely need to solve the mystery. How else oh, can yeah. we have real estate? <laughs> right. <laughs> but no, seriously, I think it's worth uh, solving the mystery here. Okay. Personally, that's my vote. So that's where we're at, at the end of session one of Stormy Seas. Woohoo! I'm sorry, I almost killed everybody. Maybe three <sighs> children was too many. Maybe. What, uh, yeah. 
What's CR level of those? Each chol is challenge level four. Oh. If I had if I'd been up to full hit points, I think I would have done Well, that's the thing is that um, this is designed uh, sort in terms of adventure design. Their goal is to have you have two or three battles that wear you down somewhat, mm. and then have only time for a short rest before the undead come that night. Oh. But you guys aren't quite up to that, right? Right. right. Not so with our current uh, makeup here. Right. So we're going to give you a long rest. Then we'll attack you with Undead tomorrow night. Cool. But tomorrow, tomorrow game time, um, you can finish exploring and or formulate a plan to make this place defensible. Um, so if you want if you want to screenshot this, you can. If you want to make plans. Okay. Then I'll move you back to that. Sorry, what was that, Mike? I was asking if somebody grabbed a screenshot of that. So uh, let me reveal those last couple of areas, right? So this is a pit full of garbage and rats. This is a unused uh, guard area with cobwebs. And this is a, a distillery. Can you go back to the uh, the second floor real quick? I'll grab his mm-hmm. screenshot. It is also even possible. Tell me when you're done. Got it. Oh, hang on. Hang on let me... Change the settings on the other page I'm about to take you to because it's so annoying. So basically, by by paying for by gifting me the subscription, Mike, and turning on dynamic lighting, you made every page harder to deal with. It's, it's a true story. So thank you, Roll Twenty, for making life worse when we give you money. Wait, do you have to have the dynamic lighting? But I mean, I guess that's really no. Cool. It you only have it when you have like a a pro or whatever account but it's on by default and that messes up the some stuff stuff because you haven't defined where the lights are anyway there's also here um the third floor and the fourth floor of the tower um and you can get onto the roof of the slate part uh, if you so choose Um, and the fourth floor of the bell tower you find the corpse of aaron who has had his heart torn out and eaten by rasp Look, oh. And it appears as though Rasp was also making uh, a nest here. Oh. We came just a bit too late. No. Did uh, Genora, whatever her name is, did Genora, she, Genora, did she know the like? Did she ever meet the dwarf, uh, the one that we came here looking for? What was his name? That's the dwarf who's down in the cellar with her. Yeah, Morley. He's, he's been dead a long. Oh wait. No, no, the one with the he was sick. With the six. Oh, okay, okay. So he yeah, is down there. Okay. He's dying of blue rot, which is a separate problem. Right. But, I mean, that's fine. Okay. Okay. Cool. But yes, you, you meet him. He's there and, and can be talked to. Hey, why haven't you paid back uh, what's his name? Uh, I was hoping nobody would ever bring that up. That's yeah. well, that's why I fled here. That's a solid plan. Hmm. I don't know Morley Tobe. Who's Morley Tobe? <laughs> he's clearly Morley Tobe because everyone calls him Morley. Ah, uh, yeah. The dead giveaway. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's always the full name. Daniel Feinbaum. That is my name. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's where we're at. Any questions before we close up? None here. Okay. It was a good session. So oh, um, I guess the only question is, so arbitrage we're going to do. Right. So no. we'll, we'll handle that. Um, the, we'll handle the Thornhold stop. Uh, that's going to be it, right? It's just going to be the Thornhold stop for the arbitrage. Correct. Yeah. Makes sense. That's all we can do. 